Hello and welcome to On The Esky, a sports podcast where we like to cover all the major sports happening and there's one massive event happening at the moment and that being the Olympics. We'll get stuck into that in a minute. But also we want to cover what's happening in the cricket world, then preview round 20 in the NRL and AFL. Then there's huge NFL news because training camps are kicking off um, around the, the US country. And then we'll have a rundown through a whole bunch of other sports. For sure. Um, NBA, UFC, bit of F1 news, whatever. We'll get to that quickly. But the major thing is the Olympics. But before we get to that, we have shout of beers to get through and all of them are Olympic related. Who would like to go first? Yeah, I'll kick us off. Uh, I will be shouting Owen Wright uh, a beer. Uh, bronze medalist, Australian surfer. Unbelievable story. Um, probably been living under a rock if you hadn't heard it, but um, sustained a horrific uh, traumatic brain injury back in 2015, surfing pipeline, pretty much had to learn to walk again. Uh, and he, he grew up down at Kalbara, uh, not far from us uh, here in Canberra, uh, down around Nara. Um, and, yeah, after, well, what, five years um, ago, having to teach himself how to walk again, He's won. He's an Olympic uh, medalist. He won won the bronze, uh, surfing. Obviously, first time in the Olympics. Um, so I'll be shouting Owen a beer. Enjoy, son. Um, well deserved. Mm-hmm. Smoking. Yep. Um, so I'm going to shout a beer to Dean Boxall. <laughs> <laughs> Been copping a little bit of flack this week. Um, I mean, copping some praise too, though, as well. Copping some praise as well. So mostly, yeah, mostly the flack's coming from the US, calling him a little bit disrespectful and um, a bit of a jerk. But so he's so, a, so who is Dean Boxall? <laughs> yeah, so he is an Australian swimming coach, um, fairly over enthusiastic swimming coach. So. Um, what race was it? the 400 meter freestyle yeah, race yeah, between? After, yeah, tip, yeah, after yeah. Tipman's beat Ledecky. Yeah, only Justin. Yeah, he was. Excuse me, he was a little bit excited with the win. Um, jumped around, chucked the mask off. That's it. Was grinding up on the banister there. <laughs> Tops on the. <laughs> what about the poor little uh, <laughs> Japanese <laughs> marshal? Yeah. She didn't know whether to clap or try yeah. and push him back. <laughs> please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Please stop! That's it. And it has become an absolute fucking meme. It has. It has. Um, so yeah, um, obviously going to be celebrating. Hopefully, a few more wins. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah. At least, at least one beer for Dean Boxall. I <laughs> tend to imagine he might have had more than that already. <laughs> have one more, son. Definitely. Good on you. And then me, uh, for my Indian brothers, I wanted to shout out the Indian Olympic team. Currently with one medal, silver medal. <laughs> <laughs> we're in 47th position. So Boys, yeah. we're, we're still inside the top 50 currently. Uh, yep. Half our total of what we got in Rio. So uh, shout out to the team. And hopefully we can keep this in a week in. Maybe sneak another medal too somewhere and maintain our top 50 position <laughs> to finish off these, these Olympics. Very strong in the track and field of the, the Indians, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> See how they go. Yes. Right, well... well yeah, speaking of Olympics, and we mm-hmm. do apologise for the Australian bias that you probably get in some of the Olympics news, uh, purely because we're yep. all Australian. Uh, all of it will be Australian <laughs> bias, but, <laughs> uh, but we will cover some of the other yeah, interesting things that are happening stories. as well. Mm-hmm. So perhaps yep. take us away. Where do we? Well, we'll start. We're day six. Day six opening yep. ceremony. Yep. Yeah, so we're set, we're close to halfway through. Let's start with the opening ceremony. <laughs> Fuck, it was weird watching all these athletes marching. Uh, in in front of no crowd, well, waving, waving to the crowd, wa- waving to <laughs> waving the crowd to the that crowd, wasn't yeah. existent. Uh, Paddy Mills and Kate Campbell carrying the flag for Australia. The greased up Tongan, he's back. He's back. Grease me up, woman. Uh, <laughs> I think Bruce McAvaney was saying uh, he's the he's the Usain Bolt of flag bearing. I think he's done a, <laughs> yeah. he's done a few Summer Olympics and he's also done Winter Olympics. So go mm-hmm. work that one mm-hmm. out. 
Uh, and speaking of Bruce, Sportsbet had a market for the kind of, you know, Bruceisms that he'd say. Yeah. Winks was paying 17 to 1, and he said it. Yeah. <laughs> he managed to sneak his favourite fucking racehorse, <laughs> one of the greatest racehorses of all time, into uh, an Olympics chat. Not sure on the context, but it paid out 17 to 1. Uh, what's the go with this typhoon? Have you read much about it? I, I saw today that it, it's starting to well, take I think some effect. The effect of the golf. So, yeah. Uh, also. I think the surfers were a bit keen on it because it gave them a bigger swells. Yeah, but it was but it, ranks, it, it ranks as well, wasn't it? as shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that was a problem. No, it wasn't like consistent like waves that come in, nah, like in a good order. It was just wave, 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 wave. Like, it was like, like ground water yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, mixed it all up. Um, I think they might have brought some of the rowing forward as yeah, well. archery and yeah. the shooting too because of the winds. So yeah. high winds were impacted. Mm. Um, there was an earthquake in Tokyo as well a couple of days. Like 5.1, I think, yeah. was the magnitude. So a decent earthquake, not... Maybe, a little, little bit more than a shake. So. Maybe that was just one of the big weightlifters dropping 160 kilos. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla. <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, so weather over there has been a bit inch. Also, super fucking hot too. Yeah. So they had well, 35 degree days, and uh, for the for the volleyball, there was like 50 degrees on the beach in the sand. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The um the thing about the weather is it's hot early in the morning and the like the lows are like twenty five and it's a humid fucking twenty five, mm-hmm. so yeah it really makes you appreciate especially like the cycling road race for instance when they're they're yeah. cycling two hundred and thirty two hundred forty k six, six hour yeah. race I think Barty came over, out today yeah. and said like it was killer though. it was it was mm. crazy the kind of weather we had to play play in so mm. and you know. That kind of came back on the the Japanese um, uh, Olympic Committee because you know they they as part of their pitch to have a hosting these Olympics like it'll be perfect weather it'll be the exact exact weather the athletes will need to perform at their peak best yeah and yeah we've had an earthquake a typhoon and record heat so <laughs> it's all unprecedented well, isn't yeah it? yeah <laughs> pretty much. pretty much out of their control but it's yeah it is. You wouldn't think of it, Japan. It's it's you know reasonably far north, but yeah, just copping a bit of a heat wave and, and yeah. it all happening at once. But hasn't stopped some great competition. So oh, definitely. Maybe maybe we'll start in the pool. Uh, yeah. Well, the final note was the Australian uh, athletic team was forced into lockdown today. Ah, uh, right. Uh, purely because the the Australian pole vaulter was training with the American pole vaulter who tested positive for. Positive for COVID, so yep. he's out of the tournament. Yeah, a few of the other Yanks yeah. uh, have have had COVID, and Bryson DeChambeau, as an example, mm-hmm. um, they're missing out three Olympics. So the whole athletic team went into lockdown. They've had all their tests; they've all come back negative. So at the point, they're all good because mm-hmm. um, athletics starts tomorrow. It sure does, yeah. Uh, field. So <laughs> we're hoping to keep some medals in there and keep above some of these other teams. Uh, that being the Australian, the Australian team. Uh, so. Hopefully we can sneak one or two medals in the athletics. <laughs> I don't like our chances, but you never know. You take one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe some high jump or long jump. We'll see. Oh, well, I think at the chicks javelin, uh, we might have we might have one chance. And <laughs> but I must say, I was expecting there to be a real issue with athletes getting COVID, and it's actually kind of been, in a good way, underwhelming. Yep. We, we haven't heard too much about it. I thought, oh god, as soon as there's a few cases, yeah, well, you know, barely any crowds. <laughs> Crowds at the cycling, that's probably about it, but they're far enough away. There's kind of no interaction. Uh, that was less my concern, the crowds, more of the, uh, the fuck <laughs> that we're talking about. Yeah, that, but, that uh, but the, the, my uh, point, the, my the point the being the athletes kind of in a bubble where they've only been infecting each other. So yeah, um, yeah. hopefully with, only with COVID. Yeah, with things. other viruses. <laughs> 
So let's get stuck in a swimming. Let's do it. Mate, how good are the Aussies and the Aussie girls? Mm-hmm. The Aussie girls. Are well, carrying the squad at the moment. Big time, big time. So kicked off with the uh, the chicks four by 100, one gold in that easily. That's uh, three Olympics in a row and four out of the last five. Uh, it's pretty much been the same core uh, built around the Campbell sisters and yep. M. Mm. McKen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they smash a world record going under three minutes and 30 seconds. Um, and at that stage, that was, I think, day two uh, in the pool. The Aussie girls hadn't won an, an individual gold in the pool mm-hmm. since Beijing 2008. Let that sink in. So, wow. in, you know, in a country that's produced Shane Gould, Dawn Fraser, Susie O'Neill, Steph Rice, Liesl Jones, the list goes on. Yep. Mm. Um, to, to not have an individual gold medalist in nearly three well in three olympics it's it's unprecedented yes yeah enter ariane titmus arnie mm-hmm. the terminator she defeated katie ledecky in the 400 free um she'd actually she'd beaten her at the world champs so yep it was like katie ledecky clearly one of the best female swimmers no, of, well, she of dominated all, of rio, all time so, yeah. destroyed yeah. it in rio you know she's still i think she's only 24 25 she, she could go again um, and as you spoke about, Dean, <laughs> Dean Boxer was pretty pretty fired up about it. But then after winning the 400, she does something which is really unprecedented and backs it up with a 200 gold. Um, do you guys yeah. catch this race? The, the last 25 metres was unbelievable. She she caught up probably a whole length. Yeah, pulled it all the way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. And do you see who it was? Who it was? <laughs> Sh- Siobhan Hawley. That... I, I, I know we're not great with their pronunciation here on the ESCI, some more than others. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not naming names. <laughs> no, not naming any names. But uh, Thorpey and Liesl Jones were calling her Siobhan Jorge. Like a... <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'll go on. No, no, I'm just going like, uh, like a, you know, the Latino route, like yes. a uh, George in Latino. Yeah, and yeah. And yeah. I, I just I can't see it out of that out of that name. I, I would have said Jorge. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's the first Olympic medal for a Hong Kong swimmer ever. I did not realize that. Yeah. Wow. Well, Would you right. like to? I, I know it's I, on the spot. I know it's on the spot. It is on the spot. The, the man to my left is yep. is half Hong Konger or half Hong Kongese. What's the correct? Konger. Hong Konger. Half, half Hong Kong. Yep. I don't know how, for how much longer, but yeah. That's, that's a completely different story. <laughs> free Hong Kong. Free Hong Kong. <laughs> no, no, we'll go to jail no, now for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. take you down in China. <laughs> You want to scale for that? I think you. I think actually, I think YouTube's banned in China, so we're all good. (laughs) We're sweet for now. (laughs) For now, I'll I'll scale for that. (laughs) Um, Katie Ledecky, she come fifth in that two hundred meters. Then she goes out an hour later Mm -hmm. and wins the fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred meters. This, it's ridiculous. Like the way that they have to back up these athletes, especially in the in the pool where. If you well, if you're doing multiple events, yeah, definitely, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But and her versatility to go from 200 to 15, un, unreal. Yeah. It's actually the first time that the 1500 meters has been competed by women. For the women, yep. yeah. So normally they do eight, and the blokes do 15. Mm-hmm. So they've introduced an eight for the boys and 15 for the girls. Mm. And um, yeah, it just makes you think, you know. And it makes me think of the last few Olympics, especially from an Australian perspective, when they go. Uh, you know, in regards to Kate Campbell, mm. and um, you know some of the f- the gold medal favourites, perhaps under underachieving, and then these slobs sit on their mm. on their couches, you know, <laughs> they're fucking chokers, you yeah, know, down in beers, yeah. and it's like, yeah. oh, we're terrible, yeah. Yeah. ridiculous. They should make them swim nude, I think. 
humiliate them. Anyone right. that says it. The fat boys, yes. The fat yeah. boys. Yeah. <laughs> we still say for TV, little, little roles, just covering up the, the genitalia. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the, the gold rush just kept, kept coming um, in the pool. So Kaylee mm. McEwen uh, won the 100-metre backstroke. She was the one that dropped the big F-bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that she lost her old man to cancer last year? No. Yeah, no. so uh, I think August last year, so not even a year after losing her old her old boy, and uh, they asked her, what would you like to say to mum? And she drops a big, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then tried to recover it with, oh, shit, oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. I swore. Yeah. There's a few jokes getting around. Uh, Emily Seabomb come fifth in that, so, you know, <laughs> too easy. It's a little layup. There was yeah. a C-bomb and it an F-bomb yeah. in that race. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, and then gold again in the pool today, Zach Stubbley-Cook. He won the 200-metre breaststroke. So mm-hmm. the uh, the boys getting in on the action. That's the first uh, gold for the boys. Cole Chalmers just missing out by a bee's dick yeah. today to the American Caleb Dressel in the 100-metre free. Couldn't quite back up his uh, his efforts from yeah. Rio. There was but we've pulled plenty of silvers and bronzes out of the pool. Sure have, sure have. Yeah. Killing it, killing it in the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh not if we're doing the 4 by 200 though. That was a bit of a disappointment. It was, wasn't it? But yeah. as we were talking uh, pre-show, they swam a world record. Yeah. All three. T- all all, all, all three teams me- that medaled swam mm. were under world broke, record Broke time. the old world record, which was the Aussie girls' world record. So I don't know how disappointed you can be yeah. in a team that goes out and swims a world record. They're just the, – the, the Chinese and the American teams were better. Mm-hmm. What about the basketball boys? Oh, yes. It's – uh, international basketball yeah. is a different game than the NBA. Isn't is. it? Yeah. Yeah. Different so rules, different. different, different kind of way it's ref. To the you know, they don't call they don't call any fouls. There's so much contact. Yeah, anything in the NBA, you, <laughs> you maybe you James Harden's or LeBron James <laughs> would be would be milking the shit out of it yeah. to go to the go to the free throw line. It's like it's real physical, old school basketball, isn't it? Yeah, and I think one of the, uh, the American players. Don't think it was Durant. I can't remember who it was. Was saying, you know, when these guys play, f- like take Paddy Mills as an example, play mm. play for their country. They're just they're a different beast than what they are different in the animal. NBA. Mm. And you, well, it is it is about that idea of you pulling on your country's jersey versus yeah. and that jumper. Uh, what does that mean to you versus you know what you can paid to do as a profession, like yep. as in playing for the Hornets or whoever. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so speaking of that Australian basketball team, the Boomers, they they comfortably beat Nigeria in game one and it was very close last night, but they got mm. up over well, Italy. Super gritty and grindy kind of game Wasn't against it? Italy. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out Nico Mannion, the, the red-headed thunder mm-hmm. um, <laughs> from from the Warriors. He uh, he was really good, but uh, the, the Boomers just got home. And the, the big, big story, I suppose, coming out of the basketball was uh, the Americans dropping their first game to France mm. – uh, to Francis, in France's credit, they're pretty good on paper. Yeah. Evan Fournier had mm-hmm. 28. No Fournier gangrene, but uh, he, he's going all right. And um, Ru- Ruby Gobert um, is there, the Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. Nicholas Batum. Uh, Nando DiColo, he plays in Europe. He's, he's pretty handy. But I wanted to ask you boys... They 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 went out yesterday and smoked Iran, but... They needed to because... They probably should beat Iran, honestly. Sure. But, yeah, drop that game and then it was like, they're probably done. Like, they don't make it out of their group oh, stage, which yeah. is crazy. So Yeah, and that, look, to be honest, they're never losing to Iran. France yeah. is a different machine. Yes. The Iranians have zero guys in <laughs> yes. in the NBA. Yes. I think they have maybe four guys that play outside of Iran, mm-hmm. uh, whereas the French team have got five guys in the NBA. Yes. 
having said that, on paper, that American team should beat everyone here. Easy. What What is the problem? Do you think it's the difference in the rules and the way that FIBA basketball works to compared to the NBA? That and I think they had a bit of a shorter turnaround. Or, yeah, well, um, Devin Booker's playing. Then yeah, and he he would have been on yeah. on a plane, f- oh, you know, after the yeah. after. I'm, the I'm not sure what quarantining str- he's he's trying to get. Him. Yeah, definitely hasn't done two weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think yes, that chemistry because they didn't have a longer camp than they usually would anyway. Yep. So, mm-hmm. and to do because of that, they're kind of running um, the Spurs offense because they got Popper's coach. So, yep. Yep. which again yep. doesn't suit all the players um, perfectly either. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's taken a bit, but they've got the best players in the world playing on their team. So they, they will figure it out and put it together and then they'll, mm. they'll make it work. That is true. However, compared to the 92 Dream Team or some of the teams that they've assembled in the past, mm. you look at this team and, yes, you do have Dame Lillard, you do have KD, you know, you do, ha- you do have the best lineup that is at this Olympics, but you also got JaVale McGee mm. playing. You've got... Kelton Johnson playing, it's not the cream of the crop that they could have picked. You know, you, you could we could be looking at an American team with uh with with Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, yes. Anthony Davis. <laughs> yes, do you know what I mean? So, and it can't be a COVID concern, surely, because there's less COVID in Japan than there is well, in, in America. I think I think those guys you mentioned, most of those mm. pulled out, saying that they weren't going to come into the Olympics. So. Uh, some of them may have already played in Olympics and got a medal, so they're giving I think, other guys opportunities. I think all of those guys may. I'm not sure about Steph, but I'm, sh- I th- yeah, I'm sh- sure the other. Actually, no, no, actually, I don't know about Kawhi either. But LeBron, LeBron, and AD yeah. certainly have. Yeah, yeah. So you know, they're he's busy trying to promote a movie at the moment, <laughs> talking definitely, about LeBron. Definitely. So what a little uh, break. Yeah, well, the th- same thing. So get some of these younger guys that mm. give them the opportunity. They get picked differently. They have got to make themselves available. Mm-hmm. Some of them probably don't want to travel to Japan. Like it's the team they could pick, and they pick the best guys they can for that. And they should still dominate. But they should. Yeah, I, I think historically from the Olympics, they they super like it's either boom or bust. Like some of the teams that they will dominate everyone, mm-hmm. and some of the, some of the Olympics they'll come out and they'll be like really struggle through the group stage and then mm. get hot, mm-hmm. which again might go to chemistry because these guys um, outside of maybe an all-stars game don't really play with each other and half those all-stars aren't even coming across. That's so, right. Yeah, um, yeah. it'd be interesting to see um, if you can find that quick, perhaps their kind of record for across the Olympics because sometimes I think I know do. I know they did drop one. Um, I, might, I, I think, think it was I after think the drink. Spain, time. yeah, oh, it was like 08 maybe. The, yeah. The, or, or 2012. I know they did one. They did win in 16. Um, let's just have a look here. Basketball. Gold for the men's Yeah. So in 16, they they didn't lose a game, and they <laughs> they won they won the gold medal match against Serbia by 30 points. Yeah. yeah. So they dominated in Rio. So yeah. So very very different uh, circumstance oh. there in Rio, um, and they won they won it. In 2012 as well, I think was it Beijing or was it at, at the Beijing they won it? Uh, okay. Athens, <laughs> Athens, Argentina. That was the that was the failed that was the failed yes. one. They won bronze. So 04, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. team. Oh, it would have been stacked. 
Uh, Alan Iverson, Dwayne Wade, Carlos Boozer, Camilo Anthony, LeBron James, Amari Stoudemire, Tim Duncan, Lamar Odom, to name a few. Yes, yeah, that team probably should have won. Of course. <laughs> so so it, perhaps it's not so much the team that gets picked. It maybe has more to do with the, the differences in the way that FIBA basketball, international rules basketball is played. That Argentinian team. What Olympics that, was that? Olympics was oh four. The only only people of note in that yeah, Argentinian where, where, team. Where, sorry. Athens. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Athens. They went on Beijing, so it's a lot like a distance or country made too much difference. Oh god, no. No. Like uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where you take all these superstars and put them together and yeah. s- Sometimes you get like you did in Rio where they win the gold medal match by 30 points and no one goes close. Or you have a little hiccup like you did in 04 there in Athens with yeah. an unbelievable team. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe the, ego, the only, ego, ego, divas, different, different yeah, personalities, yeah, different teams. No. Like yeah. we s- you kind of saw a little bit of that sort of pressure, I guess, with, with the Nets this year. Like they brought in all these players and yeah, yep. there was a little bit of drama here and there. Like, I mean, they obviously still killed it. Um, through but, the season, but, but but they didn't play in the finals. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't make the conference the conference finals. That's it. So yeah, yeah there's they, probably something to be said about yeah the, the old the old too adage. many stars and yeah, too many, uh, yeah. A, uh, a superstar team beats a team of superstars. Yeah, yeah. To, to go all cliche, <laughs> but uh, yeah, France has definitely showed uh, that it can be done. And in those exhibition games, Australia and Nigeria both getting wins. I suppose our mm. concern was. It's exhibition. They don't give a fuck. Like, wait till the Olympics comes around, and they'll just steamroll everyone. Well, they lost yeah. three in a row. So, yeah, it's trouble. We'll see. Trouble. And it's good for us. It's, it's good for us. Good for us. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you what else is good for Slovenian fans. Yes, and Luca fans. Luca, Luca, Luca put up forty-eight <laughs> points against Argentina. I thought surely that's the most points ever in Olympic basketball game. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Brazil's <laughs> Oscar Schmidt. 55 in a game in Seoul 88. Uh, and Maka, God bless his soul, uh, not here with us tonight. Um, I put in, a, in an NBA chat, I said, Paddy Mills might be the greatest Olympic basketballer of all time. He said it was an absolute cold take. So I did a <laughs> for, for Australia, yes. For, no, I said, I said in general. I know, I know in general, but definitely then, for Australia. I, I, know look, we, I know where you're going with this, though. But I looked up this Oscar Schmidt bloke. Yeah. He's got seven of the best ten... Uh, point scoring efforts in mm-hmm. the Olympic basketball. An absolute freak from Brazil. Wow. There's one for pub trivia for you. Oscar Schmidt, Brazilian yeah. basketballer. Probably. Mm. The, 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 the FIBA rules may suit him maybe, a little bit better. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. definitely the highest scoring uh, player mm-hmm. at men's basketball in the Olympic Games. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to also mention that I've seen some stuff for Kevin Durant. He needs to find some better friends. Because I think for in the opening ceremony... <laughs> Uh, the US team sung him happy birthday and his birthday's not for another like three months. <laughs> and I, I think I saw a photo today, someone nicked his like bed, so he's, he's now sleeping <laughs> on the floor. So Maybe they're just doing classic pranks. <laughs> I don't, it seems that way. We're Maybe that's having, why they're not performing that yeah. well. Maybe the boys are just going, just oh, it's, it's been a long year, we'll play a bit of basketball, we'll go have a boys trip, smash some asahis. <laughs> Smash something else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Play a bit of basketball and see how we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watching too much beach volleyball probably. Maybe. The Opals, uh, they, they kicked off against Belgium and... Smacked them. And no, they, oh, got, no, they, they lost to... Yes, got sorry. spanked by spanked Belgium, Belgium. Yes. which is a bit of a shock, I think. Um, they, they were up in the third quarter and ended up going down by 15 yeah. points. So the whole yeah. Liz Cambage uh, absence might be... 
I don't know. I don't want to put it all on that. There, there is a whole bunch of other girls there, but that definitely yep. is the big story. Um, whether or not that's affected the the team dynamics or the morale or anything, be interesting to say. Uh, obviously, the women's team far more accomplished than the men's team in terms yeah. of Australian basketball. Uh, never won a gold, mm. but have won silver, have won bronze, um, which which our boys have never managed to do. So mm. we'll keep an eye on the opals, and hopefully yeah, they can Lauren turn Jackson it around. definitely has us all back. Um, definitely, <laughs> from definitely. putting those teams into those games. You know, uh, she's but taller, not taller than me, Lauren Jackson. Oh, mm. Of course, by an inch. You're a midget. Come on, that's right. For, what does that make me? Yeah, for, for basketball, you're probably undersized, perhaps. So. Uh, I could play two positions in the NBA <laughs> for my height and for my skill, I could play zero. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike, do you mind searching the uh, the boxing? Did you guys see there, yeah. there was a little yeah. Mike Tyson, yeah. Evander Holyfield, a yes. uh, little, little near nibble that, uh, ear nibble that, mm-hmm. that occurred? Um, not really sure what happened if the bloke got DQ'd or what the go was, but it, he definitely it wasn't quite Tyson esque in terms of taking a big chunk out of his ear. No, no. But uh, he did get, did get a little bit there. Yeah, I think uh, I think it kind of came out, and some of the boxers um, were a bit concerned with guys that purely using the Olympics for promotional sake. Yep. Uh-huh. So, like this, yeah. for example, everyone's talking about it. Uh, so, uh, so you're thinking perhaps a ploy? Yeah. That couldn't give a fuck about the. The, uh, the the medals involved. The, there are a few oh. of them that don't have Olympic chances, like they're, yeah. not, they're not medal chances, but they're going out there to help promote themselves. Mountain, so, massive stage, everyone talk about it. Um, like he didn't bite the dude's ear off like Mike Tyson, no, but not at all. Uh, he made it look like it, and then everyone's going to talk about it. So, Where's he, is he a Kiwi? Uh, no, he was uh, fighting, fighting a Kiwi. Kiwi. Uh, so the bloke that that got his ear bit is a is a Kiwi. Kiwi. Yeah, mm-hmm. see if we can bring it up here. Let's have a look here. That's right, yeah. Uh, Max, you scrolled down too far, bro. Oh, look, we, we're saying it's not it's not in t- like a Tyson where he... <laughs> he opens it up, but he doesn't like... He doesn't... You get, know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's blatant. It is blatant. It is blatant. There he goes. Maybe he's just trying to he whisper. No, he's just trying to whisper sweet nothings. Sweet nothings. Yeah. Where's he from, that bloke? Uh, Morocco. Moroccan. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. Can't imagine the uh, pathway for Moroccan boxers to the big time is is huge. So maybe any publicity is good publicity, you yeah. think? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of boxing, I think, um, is it Sky Nicholson? Nicholson, yeah. She, yeah, got she knocked, lost. She got knocked out. She's pretty devastated, yeah. I think. Yeah. When we say knocked out, she, she lost she, today. <laughs> she <laughs> In the context of the Olympics. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it went the distance. She <laughs> yeah. lost on decision. And yeah. she, Split it, decision as well. Yeah, it was so very close. Very close. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. was gold medal favorite in that event too. Was she, yeah. she won, I think, the world champions for yeah. her age not that long ago. Devastating. So. Devastating. Yeah. Actually, I think she won a Commonwealth medal as well. Yeah. And I think, um, I think she lost a... Mm. A brother, uh, but she lost both her brothers in a car accident, accident. Yeah. before she, before, or, or before she was super she was young, bo- yeah, but yeah, yeah before I she think was born. perhaps before she was born. Yeah. Both boxes, of course. So yeah. she followed the family tradition. And devastated not to yeah. walk away mm. with the medal um, yeah. from these games. What football, football. We it was happening our last episode on the Esky. We watched us uh, upset Argentina. Yeah. The old, very very the excited boys, for it. The yeah. Oliveros. That is uh, a bit of a heartbreaker against. Uh, a stacked Spanish team. Well, they they competed well against Spain, mm, mm. but took a, yeah. they 
Yes. Didn't concede until the 83rd minute. Yeah, um, and, then, and then Egypt enters the chat and ruins our whole whole tournament. So. Yeah, big time. So they're done, aren't they? Yeah, yeah two, two yeah. nothing to Egypt last night. Yeah, yeah, or, last or, night. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Time, so out. So the Ollie Roos are gone. Can you have a look at the Matildas? Uh, they only had the one win, but which was against New Zealand, and they lost against the Swedes and the number one ranked Americans. Yes, but on goal but, difference, they qualified because they scored. Yeah, because they were the they were the of so two third place teams go through. And That's right. They were far and above better than the others because all the others had goal differences of like one or zero, and we had like seven or something. Seven. Well, I, well not how not, many not, how many goals? Sorry. Did we score? So not difference uh, <laughs> score. Uh, no, it's not on goal difference. It's on. Um, it's on goal difference. It's. I think ours would have been negative. Ours would have been negative. It would have been less negative than. The other teams. No, it didn't work out that way because most of them had like draws, so they were like zero or ones. Oh, well, maybe uh, they but, went but through on points. Yeah, I think because we scored, the, we, we go scored we the most yeah. goals, um, yeah. came through that way. Because mm. I did look at this because I was like, oh yeah, we qualified because I was annoyed that Dollar has got knocked out <laughs> after just starting so well. You just like, oh, fuck. Very disappointing indeed. Did and Argentina went through with two draws, didn't they? Uh, in the bloat. With the blacks. In our group. Well, they couldn't have. If we had a win, we had three points. Yeah, you're right. No, they must have beaten Egypt. So yeah. so back so back to the Matildas, they drew with the US. So Oh yeah, they got so, so their goal difference was minus one, not not yeah, seven. But points. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so they so they go through. It's uh, poor Zambia that misses out. Their, their goal difference was minus eight. Actually, they scored yeah. more goals than, than we did, the Zambians. Uh, but uh, oh, they only they only had the one draw, so it didn't ever yeah, go the, down. It's, it's, it's based on points on how you won. So, yeah, we drew with the US, so, which was good. So the Matildas will play Great Britain, uh, 30th of July. That's tomorrow, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So massive game for the Tildas. Um, going, up, going up against the Brits there. And the Oliroos are done, aren't they? Can we confirm that? Yep, they're done. Oh, yeah, they're definitely done. So Japan, New Zealand, Spain, Ivory Coast, South Korea, Mexico, Brazil, Egypt. How about the... New Zealanders. Yeah, the Kiwis yeah. getting All right, we're back on the back up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's football. That's football. Yeah. Uh, gymnastics, the, the massive story going around the world. Simone Biles, she uh, left the US team event after the vault. Uh, there was some initial sort of thoughts that it might have been a foot injury. She came out and just said, no, it's mental. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, look, we don't have to give our two cents because there's been about 100,000 people. She's dominated the sport for a decade. Like, You think she... She needs a break. <laughs> but, yeah, but... I don't know. Does she need a break at the Olympics as well? That's to play devil's advocate. Well, I think you can get to a point where you've you've... Grinded so much, like you just burn yourself out. She's I'm, done everything. She's, she's hit the absolute wall. Yeah, you know she she did start the the team event. Like she yep. was, got part th- through it and then was like, I've just hit the wall. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I just need to to take a break and get out of this. And you know she's got huge support and big time. It's it's not like uh, she hasn't performed at the <laughs> at these kind of events before. Pin, yeah, she's absolutely right. been the best yep. gymnast um, yep. in the world for a very very long time. So yeah, she's just hit that wall of um, carrying that, um, you know, carrying that kind of her whole story as well, yeah. her background. So like it all adds up. Well, and the whole sexual abuse thing is pretty fucking sticky with yeah. the old 
the old coach. So yeah, you can, yeah. Once that comes into play, you can't really question anything. Exactly, can you? and you know she's kind of carrying that um, that mantle of trying to be promoting. Um, she's really advocating that cause. Hard. Yeah, yes, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know yeah. she's four foot eight. That is so small. That is tiny. Photos of her, I think, next to Shaq, and that. Oh, I think that is two uh, specimens of the same species. Ridiculous to think. Yeah. What about? uh, They still got a silver as well. So they they, they They still good teams. They did. So do you know if? Because she's always good to go in all the individual events. Yeah, she's not doing any of the individual. Nothing. Nothing. She pulled the pin. Yep. Very interesting. Well, I'm sure uh, it opens up the door for some uh, other competitors who mm. um, would have been really fearful, I guess, of going up against one of the greatest gymnasts of all time. But yeah, wishing yeah. Simone all the best and hopefully she can get on top of things there. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool story in, in the judo. Japanese siblings, uh, Uda and Hifumi Abi, uh, they both won gold in the same day mm-hmm. in the yeah. judo. Men's 66 kilos, women's 52 kilos you don't hear about that very often two siblings no. winning gold medal no. on the same day mm, and we just saw the the men's the heavyweights um, yeah another another hun- medal. 100 kilos uh, 100 kilo yeah the, the japanese yep. winning that event another too, gold so. medal how, how good are the uh the japanese team been going yeah they're, they're leading the medal tally with 15 mm-hmm. what we're mm-hmm. saying that's yeah. already one more than they got one more in, in rio. all of rio we're yep. six days yep. in yep for goals that is and yes yeah i think they've actually got more overall medals as well that they got in total in Rio. Yeah, unbelievable. So, yeah, unbelievable. Absolute domino. We've, we've, we've equaled our total that we got in Rio as well. Yeah, so well, eight. eight for Australia. Yeah, so um, a resurgence in, in Australian Olympic <laughs> power. Yeah, I think the, the Yanks, they, they'll, they'll yeah. come through and dominate athletics in a, in a hot minute. That's but, right. They'll come in, they'll come in <laughs> yeah. pretty but, quick. But they're probably a little bit lower than they hoped at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, still a lot of events to, to go from here. Speaking of Japanese domination, what about the skateboarding? Mm, won both skateboarding medals too. Yeah, thirteen-year-old, mm-hmm. thirteen, make you feel old, you know. Which yeah, well, I think the Brazilian who was fourteen as well, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the younger, <laughs> younger events, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, we yeah, disappointed in the in the level of uh, skateboarding. I was expecting some Tony Hawk's fucking. Tony Hawk was there and he ran the course, so like, yeah, but, I, I'm <laughs> but he wasn't competing. <laughs> I'm talking about more the uh, the video game, you know, the Moon Gravity, fourteen forty, Christ Airs, you know. Yeah, well, video game perhaps. So it's a little bit different. Yeah, I was uh, watching a few thirteen-year-olds <laughs> doing kickflips. I was thinking, fuck, I go down the local skate park and watch this. <laughs> uh, well, when they get into this, there's more. Um, when they get to that kind of X Games level, then yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a huge amount of like the big name pros um, were competing. I'm not even sure if they're allowed to compete in the They are, they are. Well, I think the US, yeah. one of the US guys was, was yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The fellow that was he was highly touted to win it. His name yeah. uh, escapes me at the moment. The bloke, but uh, Letitia Buffoni is huge uh, Brazilian mm. skater. She was mm. there. It's definitely open to whoever wants to be there. I'm glad yeah. that you mentioned the X Games because that was my next question. Mm-hmm. Do you think skateboarding has a has a place at the Olympics given that we already have this pinnacle of extreme sports in the X Games and where to now for the Olympics? If skateboarding comes in, then do all these other sports that would be, normally be at the X Games come into the Summer Olympics? When you wrote this note, I had a, a think about it. And, you know, his, you go right back in the histori- history, mm. Olympics was, um, you know, individual, single bloke, 
actually, yes, was only blokes at that point. It was. <laughs> we're talking, we're, we're talking ancient Greece here. So, well, even in the modern Olympics, there yeah. was there was no women at the first modern Olympics, eighteen ninety six. There was very few, and I think there was only female swimmers and ath and in um, athletics at nineteen twenty. So it's only a hundred years of, of that. Yeah, but mm. those so those really really early events where the Olympics comes from, the Olympians mm-hmm. uh, was you know athlete, single individual events where it was a fits of skill and talent. Like what? How far could you push the pinnacle of the human body? Mm-hmm. Essentially, mm-hmm. Um, the Olympics has kind of changed more into summer sports. The, so, sum, the summer Olympics. Yeah, mm-hmm. summer Olympics. So it's less, I guess, of an individual, you know, Olympian aspect and more of a what are our summer sports right. and they've just crammed all the summer sports in it so for that aspect it's like well these things all happen in summer so for me like that's now fair game yeah so yep. anything summer sports related should probably be in there and anything yep. winter sports related should be in the winter olympics well and i'm glad you t- you mentioned the winter olympics because there's a lot of crossover between the winter olympics and the winter x games yeah so a lot a lot of the snowboarding and, and freestyle skiing events that they Summer's have exactly the yeah. yeah there is transfer so so perhaps um, you know, th- there you might be seeing some more B- BMX um, and yeah, more, well more, more skating events coming yeah. because they only they've only got the street event, don't they? For for skateboarding, mm-hmm. is there a vert event? Do we mm, know? Oh, don't think so. Um, but they've they've got the the BMX like the the road racing got, stuff. Yeah, so but they don't have any freestyle. They don't have freestyle, don't have freestyle but, yeah. but maybe they add some of that. Like at this point, I think a lot of that stuff's kind of fair game. And it's just a it's just a now. Uh, Spectable, like it's a festival of sports that you play in summer. Yeah. Okay. So I, f- for mine, don't mind it. Happy happy to see skateboarding. Three on three basketball. Three, that's taking the piss though. Three on three <laughs> basketball and fucking breakdancing. <laughs> oh, yeah, breakdancing, yes. Breakdancing is an Olympic sport. You, that is taking the piss. Well, you have, you have synchronized swimming, so. But that's been there forever. <laughs> that has been, uh, and I don't know, maybe I'm a fossil. Maybe yeah. I'm a fossil. But break dancing. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, I'd be interesting. One of you. Think, uh, I mean, you can't be. Wait, there's no angle that you can put on this. There's no positive no. spin where you can say break dancing. There's a lot yeah, of spinning in break dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, played uh, well played. I want you to think your thoughts on the schedule with all. Now they've got so many sports. Because mm. it's all about drawing, drawing eyeballs. I guess. In the Olympics with no COVID, all these sports make more sense because they're all going to get draw people. Mm-hmm. Get you getting guys through the turnstiles, so you're selling tickets, etc. You're making shitloads of money. Sure. From a viewership perspective, the forty odd channels and seven plus, um, you think it's just too much and too hard to follow from someone that then can't go to the festival. Uh, no. Out, outside of like the big things that you would watch regularly, yeah. But like you know. I've I guarantee you haven't watched any breakdancing. Well, I don't think it started yet. <laughs> but I can, I, the three-on-three three basketball has started and I have watched a grand total of zero seconds of that. Uh, I've seen some highlights and it's essentially pick-up basketball where they play half-court. It's, so they play half-court? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. So, it, like, Le, and, Lamar and Jackson, and for example, could probably make the three-on-three three basketball team. I'm sure he'd do very well. I'm sure he'd do very well. Because he definitely had some practice in the off-season in the pick-up basketball. Well. For sure. But... So is breakdancing this Olympics or next Olympics? I think it's the next one, isn't okay. it? Yeah, it's, it's been one. added right. into it's the like it, But it's confirmed. It's confirmed. Yes, yeah. it has been confirmed, yeah. yeah. For well, Paris 2024. For Paris. Yeah. 
I'm just going right. to say they need to add cricket yeah. so, so the Indians can get a medal. Yeah, and you might might be on for a top well, 50. Well, actually, T- T- T20 at the Olympics, I think, would, would be, be a shout. Yeah, be perfect. Yeah, you got softball in there. So you don't have baseball, but you got... You do have baseball. Oh, yeah. you got baseball. Yeah, so you got baseball. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, for whatever reason in my head, I thought softball replaced it. Yeah. But like they, they did have they so they were in then then they were out and then they were yeah, in and they were yeah, out. Yes, so this so. is actually the return, yeah, the return of baseball on softball, I believe. Yeah, but like rugby union, rugby sevens is there. There's not the you could have a short and yeah condensed version. I yeah. think T20 yeah. is built for for something like this. Yeah, not the hundred. Yeah, I was going to ask the exact same <laughs> question, James. The hundred. The hundred can get fucked. <laughs> Fives, outs. <laughs> you know what's really depressing is looking up on YouTube the hundred highlights and seeing how many hundreds of thousands of views they're getting, and then looking at our own channel. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need. All right, we'll start following that. So. Maybe. Uh, the rowing, mm-hmm. two golds in about half an hour uh, in the men's and women's foursomes. Uh, I think it's been probably. 20 years since the awesome foursome. Mm. Great Britain, I think, yeah. has definitely dominated the, yeah, the well, blokes uh, in 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 that event. And uh, it's been a bit of a mixed bag for the girls. So really good to see. Well, the, the blokes dominated this tournament. They, were they sure did, but it was bloody close in that final. final yeah. It was well, it wasn't a Great Britain where they were the ones that were going left. They were in Kamikaze. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah let's it depends on which way they're fighting. Uh, That's right. Uh, yeah. Left to right. Yeah. I think I think it's right, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because they're big, big rowing fans. Yeah, so it would, it'd be they'd be going right. So yeah. yeah, nearly took took out the opposition, and um and Jess Fox, how good is she? She um she finally has got that gold medal after she she destroyed her um her qualifying pretty much in mm. the in the kayak slalom event, yeah. um and then unfortunate two penalties saw her get the bronze. Uh, there, but they yeah so missed out on her pet events. That's the her big one. But yeah, canoeing first time it's at the Olympics for, for slalom. Yeah, yeah not for, uh, for slalom. Yeah, yeah, and I was looking at the at the, her competition. Didn't seem like there's many people that do both kayaking and canoeing. So it just shows her versatility, and she's finally got her gold medal. Um, some people starting to call her the the goat of of um, of slalom paddling, and. Yeah, her third Olympics, she had a silver and two bronzes before today, and yeah, she's finally added yep. that gold. I think she's won the world championships in but between both of those yeah, as well. Multiple, so she, yeah, multiple times. Yeah, she's dominated. Seen her old man commentates it for <laughs> seven. That is very unusual. Could you imagine oh, trying to stay calm and collected? Well, he's. Uh, there was some chat about how super professional he was um, when she got the bronze, and you know she. In favour for gold, and then yeah. misses out on it through the mistakes and penalties. Mm. That'd be hard. But keeping the calm head and mm. to explain, like, <laughs> yes, these are the reasons why she missed mm. out on that. Just that um, analytical, yeah, and objective. Yeah. Well, shout out to Ian Thorpe. I probably is another one. His swimming knowledge and his commentary on that has been pretty good. It is good. I think he's a lot like us. In there's a lot of ums and ring and you know, it's, his, it's his first one. But yeah, when, when he's once he gets the the knowledge across, that's. You know, you can see the genius in like his understanding of sure, swimming. yeah, so, and yeah. he'll he'll be like, oh, the twenty seventeen Pan Packs, this person won it, and the twenty nineteen World Champs, they they won this. Yeah, the the knowledge is definitely there for for the big thought. Yeah, well, when he was talking about the hundred freestyle for the men, and he kind of broke it down that um, the Aussie bloke preferred to breathe through his right, which meant he couldn't see his opposition. Yeah, yeah. So he then couldn't like. Yeah. Work out his race to you know how far uh, behind because mm-hmm. that's himself the, exactly so yeah. like that breakdown and picking up on those things that's why he got an elite expert um, 
you know, former Olympian and himself in mm. the commentary box mm. to do your colour commentary. Yep, the greatest so. greatest Australian uh, swimming Olympian mm. of all time. Possibly, I imagine he's probably won the most uh, Olympic medals for Australia. For Australia, uh, yeah. Total. Yeah. So back on Fox as well, her mum is her coach. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah. they were both Olympian. Yeah, so her mum won yeah. a bronze medal but never yeah. won a gold, I think. Yeah, too. right. So she's now yeah. finally done one up at her mum and got there. So yeah. as a family story. So yeah, as a family, massive. yeah. Huge. Massive. Fox, yeah. Fox by name, Fox by nature as well. There, <laughs> shout out to the the boys in the groupie today, uh, discussing that one. Um, a few shout outs for some first gold medals. The Philippines, hundred and I'm going to say hundred and forty million people off the top of my head, possibly yep. more. They've won their first gold medal ever at the Olympics in weightlifting mm-hmm. um, a couple of days ago, and then some tiny little countries. Bermuda, 65,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake won the triathlon. And Kosovo, I've yep. got two gold medals. Yep. Uh, I think from Judo, Taekwondo, one mm-hmm. of the two. Uh, but obviously a, a war-torn nation that's only been recognised internationally as a, as a country, I think, for about the last 10 years after the, uh, the Yugoslav War. Uh, they're sitting there on two gold medals. They're in the top sort of 15. Mm. So unbelievable effort for the tiny nation there of Kosovo. Yeah. Is all the weightlifting done? No, there's well, there's one. I was going to ask you how your mates gone. <laughs> yeah, it's Monday. There was some fake. So we we are talking about Laurel Hubbard, the uh, the first transgender athlete uh, to ever compete at the Olympics. She uh, will be competing in the women's over eighty seven kilos, the women's heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Monday that that goes ahead. The uh, the Chinese uh, athlete there, heavy favorite, heavy favorite, very very uh, well backed. I think. Uh, has lifted like 30 kilos more than anyone else has uh, this year. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, and the comments will be spicy <laughs> either way, you lean, I could imagine. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Uh, yep. Speaking of looking ahead, what's what's coming up in the Olympics? We talked about athletics. That starts so Friday. Tra- yes, yeah, so track and field coming in tomorrow is, is the big one. This is... The, the turn into the second weekend is mm. my favourite, I think, because you've got the back end of the swimming, but the start of the athletics, you get yep. that those few crossover days mm-hmm. going on. You're getting a really good picture in some of the in some of the team sports. You know, your soccer's going into the quarterfinals. The the mm. group stage is is shaping up in the basketball. basketball. Yep. Um, you, you're getting a really good look on it. Um, but I haven't actually had a good look at the at the track and field program, so I couldn't really tell you. Uh, what to expect uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. It's oh, well, it'll be all heats and qualifiers um, in the next couple of days before we get into the summer. No, I imagine, I imagine maybe in the first day, but you, you watch there will be there will be medals mm-hmm. handed out uh, yeah. in, the, in the stadium. Uh, at so by, sevens by are still Saturday. going on. Golf had to be postponed. The hockey's probably going to finish up soonish as well. Both men's and women are doing well in that, which is... I don't know about good. that either because they're two groups of six. They've mm-hmm. got to play... Everyone, so that's five games plus a quarter plus a semi plus a final. You've got to play eight games if you want to win the gold medal in yeah. the hockey. I, my understanding so far, all the both Australian teams haven't dropped a match yet. So. No, they've done quite well. So the the, the Kookaburras had a little bit of a scare against um, the uh, the host oh, Japan, host, yes, and then uh, put away your boys, the, the Indians. I think they, they accounted <laughs> for them pretty comfortably seven one. Yeah. So really good. Uh, Chances for for meddling in both mm. um, the the men's and women's. Can hockey. you just go select a sport there, James? 
Uh, just one of the holes. So archery is done. Gymnastics going. Badminton's going. Well, yeah, gymnastics. There'll be there'll be heaps of that. I think the horses. That yeah, I haven't seen much of the equi- off any soon. of the equestrian. Same with yep. fencing. Don't think any of the handballs. I think it's I think it's a way I think it's a way started yeah yeah, yeah fencing this heaps, heaps going, of that shout to the Fijians winning the, the, seven. the men's rugby seven backing and, up again and the girls uh, got underway today mm-hmm. and the Aussie girls at least better so definitely well defending champs yep so be uh, be looking for a medal there mm. it's a lot of Olympics chat boys a lot of <laughs> sort of comments and and, yeah. <laughs> and hot takes on some, on some sports that we don't know too much about but i i i really enjoy them i love them i've always been a little olympics nerd so ever since oh, ever since sydney sydney 2000 you know we were just at that right age where it really sparks your interest and uh now with with uh australia again brisbane 2032 yep. um i'm sure we'll be very interested uh possibly for our own children yeah. to as yeah. i said at the top mm. like it's there's no other festival or sport like it. That's right. Like you, you get the World Cups in multiple different sports, but there's nothing where you get, say, mini World Cups and you get it for all these kind of different sports all at the same time. That's like right. it's, yeah, yeah there, there's there's no, nothing like that at all besides the Winter Olympics. So, <laughs> oh, not really the same. I, I think you could yeah. argue that the FIFA World Cup is, is probably up there. Yeah. But the, you don't get your little. You know your little stories about Bermuda and about Kosovo in the in the FIFA World Cup. Yeah, all so. the the individual yeah. kind of yeah uh, guys guys or girls getting to that point. There's eleven eleven and a half thousand athletes there. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. And w- what was there? One hundred sixty thousand condoms. Yes. One of them got put to use to to, to <laughs> save <laughs> Jess Fox's kayak. If you haven't seen that, check it out. She's on TV at the moment. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, she's looking pretty bronzed there, isn't she, Jess? Been out in the sun all day. Yeah, definitely. Good on. I'm so. I think that's probably. Oh, there's been some good stories from the from the first week, but yeah. th- three Olympics, so close, so many times, and nothing to sneeze at. Winning bronze and silver medals at the Olympics, nothing to sneeze at. But this afternoon, getting that elusive gold medal, so proud of her. Well done, Jess Fox. Mm-hmm. That'll wrap up our. Olympics chat. We For this will week, we will get stuck into it again next week. next week. Some track and field. How many days we got left of the Olympics by that so point? So Sunday week will be the last day. So there'll be five days left. Yep. So so four we, days of competition. So we'll, you'll have to listen to us speak about the Olympics in two more episodes, <laughs> giving out <laughs> our hot, t- hot takes and terrible analysis. And so. our armchair expert <laughs> once in every four or five year uh, analysis of it. Yep. Love it though. It's, it's great viewing and uh, sucks that there's no crowds, but at least the TV is going. A couple of crowds at some of the events uh, for the ones that you can keep them very far away. to like the cycling. Cycling, but, yeah. Uh, yep. But yeah, anything stadium related, no fans. Yep. You've got no fans. You've got no fans. Uh, Should we talk some cricket, boys? Yes, let's get stuck into the cricket. Mikey, if you would not mind, please bringing up the uh, scorecards for game two and game three uh, in the Australia and West Indies series. Uh, The second ODI got uh, delayed, actually, because of um, a staffer testing positive to uh, COVID-19. Yeah, from the West Indies team. Yep, uh, it, I think it just went ahead two days afterwards. It was right before the coin toss that they that they had to. They had the, they had the coin toss. They, had, they flipped the so coin. So they flipped the coin, and then they had to call it off and send them both teams back to the hotel. Everyone tested negative, and then they could keep going. There was concerns that maybe they have to cancel the tour, cancel the Bangladesh tour, mm. but everyone else was fine. They was only located to that one staffer, so they could keep going, which is good. We still get some cricket. Bloody hell. 
Mm. Unfortunately for uh, <laughs> the Aussies, that well, the second game, the second game was uh, a bit of a travesty. Uh, th- it could have been a lot, lot worse. Um, uh, what were we, six, six for 45? Can you scroll down a bit further there? I think it was... Yeah. Yeah, six for forty-five when Ashton Turner goes in the in the twelfth over, um, and no one did anything at the at the top of the order there. Yeah, well, and for batsmen with Wade as the highest. No, <laughs> Wes Agar, thanks very much. <laughs> Wes Agar, yes, was the top, but as like a designated batsman, he, yeah, him and yeah. him and seven there. So yeah, yeah, yeah so he, he got thirty-six. He was the highest score. Instead, instead of the ship had to had to face a few balls and try and get, <laughs> get us to a respectable <laughs> score, and then. If you told me that Wes Agar would top score an ODI for Australia, yeah. two, he's, he's got two, well as well. Two weeks that ago, too. I would have said, yeah. "Get the fuck out of here!" You don't know what <laughs> you're talking 10, about. Betting ten, betting ten. Is, well, Adam Zamper as well, equal second highest scorer with Wade. Yeah, with thirty six. So really, really lucky that that lower order uh, wagged a little bit there. Mm. Alzari Joseph and uh, Akil Hussain, the best of the bowlers there for the West Indians with three apiece. Mm. And they actually made a bit of a game of it. Mm. Starkey bowled an unbelievable uh, spell. And, uh, uh, yeah, Wes and Riley Meredith, uh, I'm not really sure. Look, well, Riley was expensive. I, and, hasn't, and hasn't really stepped up yet. Just yet, Riley Meredith. Shane Warne loves him. You know, he bowls wheels. He's he's on that big money in the IPL, but just hasn't quite shown it yet at, mm. uh, at an Australian level. I'm sure he will come around at some stage. But Starkey finished up with three for 26 of his 10 overs. And we, we made... Well, he's the only one that bowled 10, and his economy at two two 2.6, so that's not bad. Especially for Starkey, who can, <laughs> can be quite, loose, yes. quite uh, erratic. Uh, however... This series, he's he's been really really good. I think, mm-hmm. I think he's at uh, in the three ODIs. He's he got like eight wickets at an average of ten or something. Three in this match. Three in this, and he did well in the next one. Uh, but it was the skipper Nicholas Puran uh, with fifty nine not, and Jason Holder with fifty two that got the home side uh, the win there. One apiece goes to game three, and thank God, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> We got to see it. We got a series win. We got a series win uh, in, here in Game Three. Again, the the bowlers did really well, skittling the Windies for mm. 152. Starkey yeah, three, wickets, three for 43. Hazelwood two for 18. You know who these two boys are? Mm. Brett Lee and Glenn McGrath. Stark Stark Ben Lee can can be a little bit erratic at times, but just bowls fucking wheels. T- yeah. Can terrify. Can swing the ball and. Hazelwood is just line of length, top of off, top of off, frustrate the fuck out of you. Uh, that I, I love him, love watching. We just, the we just need the Shane Warne and then we'll be set. <laughs> we got Zampa, <laughs> Shane Warne, Adam Zampa. It's pretty much the same person. <laughs> um, he needs to eat a few meat pies and then we'll then we'll uh, consider it. Definitely. <laughs> See, he went the chop. He had the he had the the uh, yeah. the, the mullet and then just got the, the clippers the out. Buzz. I reckon maybe one of the boys might have played a little bit of a prank there, taken a little bit out, and he just had to get rid of the rest <laughs> of it. Uh, but he, he's, he's actually had a reasonable series there, did Adam Zampa. And uh, and with the bat, um, pretty pretty frustrating uh, for, mm. for Josh Philippi and Moses Henriques. Didn't do a whole lot this this whole tour. Yeah, in both games. It was actually mm. interesting to see that um, Wade top scored in this one. And so... 51 not for Matthew Wade. So he's really putting his hand up 
um, for for that. Obviously, these are one days, uh, but for that T Twenty World Cup, yeah. keep, keep me considered. Essentially, is for sure, for sure. And Alex Carey, he's, he he uh, stood up, I think, as mm. a captain. Thirty five, batting three, uh, and we got the win. That's that's the main thing, isn't it? Mm. We've won a series. Yep. <laughs> it's been a while. When was the last time we won a series? Fuck. We lost to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Lost to India. Lost mm-hmm. to India. In Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be last year sometime. I can't yeah. even remember. Pre-COVID. Long time ago. Yeah. So we won a series in cricket. And we go to Bangladesh. Yep. So Should win that series. <laughs> should. Shakib Al Hassan, one of the best uh, T20 cricketers getting around. Yeah. Over there, I will believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk India, Sri Lanka. Mm. So, Sri Lanka won a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this India B side. This we what, yeah, we spoke last week and we were saying we shouldn't call them India B because they're not India B. They're the India white ball cricket team. Yes. This team was India B. <laughs> yeah. This was India B. They had the, the T20 series wrapped up. It was mm-hmm. two zip. They thought, okay, let's rest a few blokes. Let's blood a few young guys. Sanju Sampson made mm-hmm. his debut. That actually was really surprising for me. I thought... A player of his calibre would have surely uh, have played an ODI for uh, India in the past. Mm. He captains the Rajasthan Royals. Mm. He's an excellent wicketkeeper batsman. Uh, so he he got his first cap uh, there. And then uh, they, they're pretty much a whole bowling core. They they brought in... Um, yeah, young fella. Yeah, yeah young, young and old, um, yeah. to, be, to be honest. Uh, so Natish Rana uh, got his uh, first ODI cap. Uh, Krishnapa Gotham. Rahul Chahar... Uh, got his first, and Chetan uh, Sakaria got his uh, first cap there. So f- they blooded five guys, and uh, Navdeep Saini played, who's only played eight ODIs. So they went a really inexperienced side. Um, India batted first. They got bowled out for 225. That man, Sandrew Sampson, made 46 on debut, batting three. Uh, there was 49 for Prithvi Shaw and 43 for Surya Kumar Yadav. Not much, really, from mm. the middle order and the lower order. Shout out to Akila Dhananjaya. He was the best of the Sri Lankan bowlers with three for 44. And the the Indian bowlers put up a good fight uh, here against the Sri Lankans, but the Lankans got the runs with three wickets remaining. 76 to Avishka Fernando and 65 to Banuka Rajapaska. That man, Rahul Chaha, on his debut, picked up three for 54, a little expensive, but shows a lot mm. of potential. Another, he's a leggy, um, so another really classy Indian spin bowler comes into their arsenal. It's early days, it's early days, but I start to think Ravi Ashwin's getting a little bit long in the tooth. This perhaps could be a future... little changing of the guard? Possibly. Possibly. They've got got two other blokes that we haven't talked about at all, but not 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 leg spinners. Not leg spinners. In in uh, Akshar Patel, yeah, they're, they're just but in some of these games you well, pick only one specialist spinner, so it's your your top spinner. Sure, but, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd like for any of our Indian listeners that know much about Rahul Chahar, he's mm. fairly unbeknownst to us. If uh, you'd like to let us know what you've seen in the comments, whether you think he could play Test cricket, whether he would be a white ball um, specialist, where do you see him going? He looked very impressive from what I saw in this game. Uh, the T20s are underway. Um, the uh, the Indians won the first T20 by 38 runs. 
Um, they they batted first. They lost mm-hmm. Prithvi Shaw early. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ball was really hooping around in in this one. Um, Surya Kumar Yadav made 50 again, and Shikhar Darwin 46 to get them to 5 for 164. Um, and in return, the Sri Lankans fell reasonably short. Uh, Charith Asalanka had 44, but it was all uh, Bhuvneshwar Kumar who cleaned up the tail back uh, for the Indians with 4 for 22. Uh, game 2, and has ga- is game 2 underway? Um, yeah, yeah. This was over. This was overnight. Yeah. So, so Sri Lanka actually won game two, um, which which makes it really interesting here. They, they only playing three game series. Three game series. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's one apiece, and we won't have a dead rubber. So we've actually got a series on our hand there. So yeah. what's happened there? Shik Darwin, it's, he's so good. But he actually, Darwin, Darwin makes runs. Water's wet. Forty or forty-two. <laughs> so even he was struggling a little bit, and then. Mm. Nothing else really. Uh, anyone of note there for the bowlers? Kind of mixed. Yeah, and just then across the board, who got the runs there for for the Sri Lankans? Sri Lanka. Watching too much Olympics, we completely missed this. <laughs> Dan and Jay De Silva forty not out for the Sri Lankans. So game three, yeah. we've got a decider. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then the the big one, the big one. We're a week away, a week away from the Test series between England and India. So we'll be. Well, by the time uh, we podcast next, the series will be underway. It'll be day one completed, mm-hmm. and we might be lucky enough to be catching the start of day two. Yep. We'll give a full comprehensive preview of that series, our thoughts, who will have uh, selections, obviously, for the mm-hmm. first test. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll give us a little bit more of a picture. Uh, we'll have a full uh, deep dive into that in our next episode of On The Esky. Yes, yeah, and then also with that news, during the week it came out, they've announced the IPL restart yeah. with an actual schedule of who's going to play what and when. Um, I think starting early September from memory. Have you got dates there? Have we got dates? I'm trying to find that now. Uh, 2021 would be a good start, I reckon. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think mid September. Yeah, is, I is. thought that was from memory. So they can get the three game series in against England for the tests. Uh, five, five, yeah. Well, maybe mm, that might be a bit of a stretch. Are they, they playing back to back, or they got a, a break in between? Oh, they have you know four days in between each. So uh, every week essentially. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of puts them right in line for the start of that. Marks, you got us mm. a day start date. I you do. Sure so March thirty starts on nineteenth of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we go from there all the way through till October by the second. Yep, start of October, and then playoffs will be through to mid October there. Fifteenth of October, we've got the final yep. there, yep. Yeah. and then that pretty much runs us straight into the T Twenty World Cup. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, well, we're halfway through the IPL season at this point, so yeah. we've got another half to go. <laughs> Long IPL season. Yeah, let's let's hope um, we don't curse it again. Let's go, you Royal Challengers, Bangalore <laughs> slash. Mumbai Indians slash <laughs> Delhi Capitals. <laughs> yes. Hey, cricket's back. So cricket's back. That's the big thing. Isn't it? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of big series kicking off, so that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. That'll wrap up our cricket news. Can you take us away for some rugby league news? Yes. So we'll get stuck okay. in the bumhole league. Um, a little wee for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I was gonna, I was going to take a wee in protest and let you guys <laughs> start talking about this. Ta- but take away this story and then I'll take away the rest. <laughs> of the show that the NRL yeah. Well, uh, one. Uh, it's not a pet peeve, but 
you know, so much shit happens in the NRL and it is shit. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's nothing. We're not talking about the on field product at all. We're talking about all the other crap that happens outside of it. Yeah. So we mentioned last week uh, the Aussies and New Zealand had pulled out of the rugby. Our league World Cup. Yep. Um, Citing COVID and all that drama. Yeah, worried about players. Um, so it's come out, of course, since then that none of the players were consulted. Nearly 70% of the players were keen to go over. Um, <laughs> a, you know, the... Um, so it was Big Dick Bland. He's just yeah, the, flopping well, around. International League. Doing what he wants. Was pissed. Of course, there's all been talk about let's send the international Aboriginal All-Stars, the Maori All-Stars team, let's send them over. Um, yep. Essentially, if the players want to go over and play, we'll let them go um, and put it in their hands. It's their decision. Yeah. As Pep's alluded to, uh, with them wanting to have the World Cup here, it's 100% political at this point. And we don't yeah. like talking about politics on our sports <laughs> podcast. So we're going to ignore this fact and just say, yes, you're right, Monks. Big Dick Volanders trying to push to uh, yep. have it here. More money in, in rugby league in Australia is what they're after. Well... As an Australian, you can't be sad about that. But yeah, it it yeah, doesn't play look all great. the games. It doesn't look stadium. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> GI stadium now. Have it all in Canberra. Um, so moving back to, back to domestic. Um, COVID, COVID hits hard. Uh, yeah. So it just doesn't stop. So yeah. obviously the NRL has moved up to Queensland. We're sitting in this bubble. Yeah, whole sports in Queensland. Gold yep. Coast. Yep. Um, yeah. S- southeast. Queensland essentially everyone's there in, yep. and, in and about there's a few games of course happening rural Queensland which is yep. excellent I think Mackay's got a game and Rockhampton Rockhampton yeah I was going to say Rockhampton was the other mm. one um, so they got games this week which is excellent to get some regional games uh, for the NRL but with the COVID there's kind of been a few uh, breaches fiascos and again stupid news um, Appy Coruscant was the, the big one yeah this is pretty dumb yeah pretty dumb yeah. just a little bit uh, after well for, before, for multiple reasons <laughs> yeah multiple well. reasons it was before the Jaya Arrow story so in, in the timelines it's come out after that story but happened beforehand his was game mm. three this happened game one and two um, yep. he was in camp he didn't 18th man for game one and yeah, two and play. in the slight side for game three Correct. Yep. Um, he, he himself snuck a bird into camp uh, twice, he of course is married, not yeah. not yep. uh, estranged from a long time girlfriend. He's married, uh-huh. um, had his mistress in there, uh, so he didn't come forward. I think she did, um, even contacted the wife. Uh, the Home wrecker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not victim blaming. I'm not. I'm no, not. No, no, yeah, it's but yeah, happy chorus out doing stupid things, uh, which probably both camps. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say uh, NRL wives uh, look out. The well, boys are on, on <laughs> what's day oh. boys trip. What happens on boys trip stays on boys trip. <laughs> I thought the fuck fest was at the Olympics. Paul Gallen came out when they had to move the whole everyone um, uh, to Queensland. It was like, well, you got all the young boys, the single boys. They're like, you know, what are they going to do if they can't go out and be, you know, fucking all the time? <laughs> so I, I think there's probably the culture of it there uh, where, yes. So, yeah. You know, Abby Carousel, he got two weeks, 35K fine. Um, anyway. Deserve it. He's that, got other problems. That's, like. well, but that is, that is a legitimate COVID breach outside of the ethical yeah. side of things. Yeah. You know, whatever. Personal lives are personal lives. Th- yeah, that's yeah. a legitimate COVID breach. Yes. 
You know what isn't a legitimate COVID breach? <laughs> this fucking hoopla with Jimmy the Jet Roberts who went onto his fucking balcony for some fresh air and it's the biggest story in rugby league oh. thanks to Uncle Fester, a.k.a. James Hooper. <laughs> yeah, News Corp in general. Like 100%. It's fucking garbage, 100%. Because... After the you know the families are passing shit bef- between them, yeah, yeah, you know, breaking there, those rules. There's an argument. There's, there's an argument to say, okay, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, but Queensland government's come down hard on them, mm. and so it's so, hey, you got to stay in your rooms where you got to gaffer tape up your your door so you can't go out. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but then you, you know, know you know prisoners get yard time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, this well, is legitimately the Queensland government doing a knee-jerk reaction to some of the players and their families that were passing things between the balcony, yeah, which they shouldn't yeah. have been doing. Well, and they're giving a rule, they're breaking the rule. But they made a rule which makes no fucking sense. Of course, of course. Yeah, I'm not. The rule's like, dumb, uh, and it's ridiculous. But you know, then you've got News Corp who have paid photographers to oh, sit out there every fucking day. <laughs> As soon as someone comes out, take a photo of them. See, so. guys, this is why, please, please, if if you take anything from the, you know, the rubbish that we say and take it to heart is the thing. The mainstream media is literally a bunch of monkeys sitting at typewriters just trying to get something to work because this is the most ridiculous shit that I think I've ever seen. <laughs> in my life. Pretty much. In my, so yeah. They're paying photographers to sit out there and see if anyone fucks up. He just wanted some fresh air. It's a human right. Yeah. It's a human yeah. right, Sean. Uh, after he'd been training, probably yeah. running on a treadmill in his room for the oh last hour. Oh, my God. Uh, so from f- a public health perspective, there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. a dumb rule. Yeah. It's yeah. a so, dumb, dumb rule. Yeah, so there was some chat that he could be um, banned the rest of the season. Oh, spare me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spare me. Feel like because NRL was pissed because the government had told them, if you break this, we will send you all back. So, so Essentially cancelling rugby league. No, uh, but no, but don't buy into that. That's never going to happen. <laughs> out, I don't think out, so. Out of the <laughs> They vaunt. brought everyone up there. They're not going to kick Over a bloke going on a no. fucking balcony in his <laughs> undies. Yeah. No, of course not. Of course uh, not. Uh, that was never going to happen. But, you know, that's uh, the build After up. the weekend at Vaughnies, and and after after the the Apicorosau and Jai Arrow COVID breaches, yeah. to have a bloke walking on a balcony and it being on the fucking back page of the Daily Telegraph <laughs> yeah. is a disgrace. His undies, poor. He's a fucking disgrace. The fact that we've even spoken about it on this podcast <laughs> is a fucking atrocity. Well, luckily he only got a week, so thank God. Yeah, even Common that, and a, s- a small fine. But, but whenever they they try and spin this rhetoric, put the whole league in jeopardy. That they're just trying to sell newspapers. They're yeah. just trying to get you to tune in to NRL 360 and look yeah. at Uncle Fester's chrome <laughs> dome and listen to the spew that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> Buzz, congratulations, Buzz. You're my least. You're you you you're my favourite. You are my favourite. No, actually, sorry, Vonnie Sampson. But out of the out of the men, out of the men on NRL 360, I never thought I'd say this. Buzz Rothfield, you are my favourite. Yeah. Well, we, we, I want to bring this up. We'll talk about RTS in a minute. But um, him leaving, is he Paul Kent getting stuck into him for leaving his oh, side? Which, Kenty, <laughs> spare me, spare me. Like, Fuck off. Like. The bloke's been away from his family for two years. Yeah. They, they're closing the New Zealand bubble, so all those guys are like, yeah. hey, "We've got family. We, we want to go home. Like, we've, can, can we go back?" And it's like, "Yeah, sure." And we'll get. We'll talk about that. We'll talk. Minute, we'll talk about it when we talk about the Warriors. Yeah. yeah. But I just want to mention Paul Kent and media being stupid. Media NRL media is just 
Yeah, anyway. It's ridiculous. Listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> drink beers and have fucking three brain cells between us. Yeah. It'll still make more sense than some of those fucking idiots. Well, that's more brain cells than they've got between all three of them. So. <laughs> Buzz is going to carry in two. The rest have got zero. We've got three. So that's we're right. up. Well, you blacks, you got one and a half each, and I'm sitting here yeah. with a fucking donut. <laughs> About the same amount of brain cells as fucking as James Hooper's got hair. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Of course, as we mentioned, all of the NRLs up in Queensland, so they can't get any more players up in there. Well, if they did, they'd have to come quarantine, which is a bit difficult. Uh, so they're talking a whole about a whole new loan system, as in take Xavier Coates, for example. Yep, um, would be a great example. Yeah, he's he's in the bubble. He's training there, not getting any game time. Uh, could he be loaned out to another club? I.e. Melbourne because he's got a contract with them, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but there's others. There's definitely others. There's like well, what hey, about the Sharks guys that are out of favour? You yeah. Josh Dugans, uh, yeah. Curtis Scott come Curtis from the Raiders, Scott, the yep. Tigers. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're kind of interested. I think long term to get him on a deal to come to to Wests, but you know he's not. He's with the squad, but he's not playing at the moment. Do maybe he goes plays for Wests. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not a bad idea. I, I don't think it's a huge re, um, need for it now. Give it a couple of weeks when there's injuries and they're like, oh, we're struggling to pick 13. Um, but that's a, they've already kind of gone that way. Yeah. So so Jermaine Tanua Brown did a three-week contract with the with the Dragons after yeah. after the Vaughan party. Yes. Um, and mm. you look at the, say, the Roosters, for example, who have had, what, three retirees, two, three, four. Not hurting them at the moment, but yeah. Four season-ending yeah. injuries. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Bruce is going to roost, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I think it's yeah, yeah interesting. But we talked about the player movement, and uh, as long as it's not Pangai Junior going to join Penrith, <laughs> we're kind of probably off. If they're free agents, uh, we don't care. But yeah, the whole no. You, you want to, you want young guys that are, can't make a squad to get game time for some of the clubs that are struggling. That's we, what you want. That's, we, that's and the goal. We, and we did speak about it last week yeah. in that if you've done a preseason and you've played twenty rounds and you've busted your ass and then a bloke comes in and takes your spot for the last six rounds and finals, you, yeah. you've got a right to be pretty upset. Yeah, it ends up being a great get for. Um, Penrith with Isaiah Yo getting concussed. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They fit fit straight in straight in there. But uh, anyway, we'll we'll get to that talk. Perhaps you want to do some player movements for us? Sure thing. The I suppose the big one was Dale Finucane, the big bomber. He signed with the Cronulla Sharks. Matt Moylan yep. has also re-signed. Uh, so the Sharks are putting together a pretty handy roster for for twenty twenty two with Nico Hines and uh, Cameron McInnes uh, set to join there as well. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're I've, I wanted to ask if they're a top four, but on reflection, I, even with those signings, they're not a top four side, I don't think. No, they, looking uh, at the ladder at the moment now, you, well, you can't fit them y- anywhere in there. Well, the Melbourne and Penrith aren't going anywhere. And no. you'd imagine the Roosters next year... Healthy Roosters. With, with, a, with a healthy Keary, with a yep. healthy Joseph Sawali, with a healthy Lindsay Collins, mm. with whoever else they're going to get with their cap <laughs> space because with three retirees, yep. they're going to have a fair bit of money to spend. Make some money moves, yeah. So there's them three, and then fourth is probably out of South and Para again. Yeah. Top six, oh, well, Manly, actually. Manly's always a good shout for that, four, five, six. Top six might be a shout. <laughs> yeah. Top six might be a shout. Uh, they're... After a season where they essentially abandoned <laughs> abandoned John Morris well, early yeah. early in the year, they put all their chips on the table. They said we couldn't really give a fuck about twenty twenty one. I think twenty twenty two might be might be a good year for for people down in the Shire. Are they going to win the yeah. comp? 
I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Are they going to put together a really nice side with with those signings in, in Finucan and Hines and McInnes? Yeah, I'd say so. I it'll, think I think they'll be a bit better next year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens because we'll touch on it in a second as well. But Bulldogs are doing exactly the same thing. They're yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but their the season Bulldog- was. But, but the dogs have got so much more they do. to improve on. Yeah. And again, I think the Bulldogs next year will be a better side. Yeah, I just don't think that they're gonna. They're starting from different positions on the ladder, sure. so they're kind yeah, of that's different. Right. Yeah, I don't think either that makes that. I think the next ne- year, next year will be chemistry. The year after will be then they'll be. Um, a bit higher, both them and Cronulla and the doggies. Yeah, I think give give them a year. It's a big take. I think Cronulla. New, I think new, new coach, new players. I think they make the eight easily next year. I think they'll start. They have to get hot in the second half. I don't think they'll start well. That's my hot take. Very hot. Mm. Um, Dan Gagai to the Knights. Mm-hmm. So he returns to Newcastle. He played 128 games there, and uh, Jordan Pereira to the Broncos next year. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a it's interesting signing coming from a Dragons fan. No, hate against Jordan Pereira. Uh, probably not an elite first grader, let's be honest. Uh, they're looking to uh, replace Xavier Coates. Uh, so an interesting signing there. Be, uh, yeah, if they if they can mould him into into a, a good first grade winger, uh, time will tell. Mm. Uh, let's go back to RTS. What's What are you looking at there, Shauna? Did I do mixed swimming with mixed swimming races before? Yeah, I think this is the first one. I think this is the first one. There they've go. they've got a mixed uh, medley mm-hmm. relay, I believe. I don't know how it works in terms of who can you pick your order kind of thing. Yeah, or who swims what? Well, it looks like all the girls are swimming against girls there. So uh, okay, so yeah. maybe do the girls go against each other and then the boys swim against each other? Yeah, well, the boys look like they did the first two legs. Check, yeah, check that out. So we just saw the Aussies. So it's the 4x100. The Aussies were second four, four by 4x100 mixed medley relay. This is the yeah. first time that this has happened. Yeah, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is. You can add more swimming events that we Australia could possibly win medals at. So <laughs> Boy, we'll, we'll take it. And they've never had mixed events in the pool before, but you've mm-hmm. got mixed events in archery. You've yeah. got mixed events in... Uh, there are others. Mm, so we uh, qualified t- t- fourth for the final. So we might actually get the final before the show's out. Uh, no, it'll be tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. Yeah. 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 So there you go. Four by 100 mixed event. Mm-hmm. Uh, RTS, boys. Yeah. So Bat- as, as mentioned. lost a legend. Yeah. It's huge. Uh, I think he, he's probably super undervalued since he's moved from Roots to the Warriors. Like how awesome and talented he is. Yeah. Um, but if you're a Warriors fan, you know all about RTS. If you're a Roosters fan before, then you definitely know all about RTS. And if you're a fan of rugby league, you know all about RTS. (laughs) So he's been released for his contract earlier. He's of course going over to New back to New Zealand to play rugby. Um, But is he playing for the Blues? I think he might be playing for Auckland. Obviously, hands on hearts, not big Super Rugby uh, fans here. Well, they're not they're not playing that Super Rugby at the moment. It's New Zealand comp versus, and then there's Australian comp, so they're completely separate. That is right. Uh, Main reason being with all the COVID in Australia, the New Zealand Australia bubble is ending. They're Mm -hmm. closing that up. So a few New Zealand players, he wasn't the only one, Mm -hmm. um, got heading home. Uh, One, family reasons. Two, you know, just to finish out where they're doing, they're moving on. So they want to go home, they want to be in New Zealand. Fair to them, mm-hmm. uh, so he's moving back. Did you guys see the hucker today yeah. with with all the all the New Zealand blokes or uh, all the Kiwis um, from all the teams kind of coming together uh, and doing a massive hucker for the two giving the him guys, giving him a send off and, and well deserved, Roger. Yeah. Um, one hundred ninety five games for the Roosters and and Warriors, twenty games for the Kiwis. One, 
uh, won the comp with the Chooks back in 13. Yeah. 2018 M winner mm-hmm. at the Warriors, who, you know, didn't do a whole lot. Uh, oh, he was there. by and far the best player on that team. Yeah, leap, leaps and bounds ahead uh, of anyone there. Um, it's interesting. The the Warriors are actually throwing some money at that man that's just crossed over there for the Roosters as we talk, Joey Manu. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they've got Reese Walsh there, who's probably their one in the future. But, yeah, they can add some... Add some well... Well, he could play in the centers. He could play six. six. Yeah, I guess I, so. I really like what I see out of Joseph Manu playing six. He's so versatile. He's playing on the oh, wing. Oh, Manu, yeah. He's, he's playing on the wing wing mm-hmm. tonight. But, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Fuck, that is some weak defense. He just has cruised straight through there. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that game in a minute. To finish off RTS, I think it's been unfortunate his last game. He played 15 minutes before he went off with the HIA. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunate. But... He's had a great career, and I'd be interested to see what he does in rugby. You, I can't wait for him to be playing for New Zealand and absolutely destroying the Wallabies. <laughs> yeah, surely, <laughs> surely the, the All Blacks find a spot for him. You'd but th- mind you, very, very difficult team to, to walk Definitely. into. Definitely. Oh, he's not going to walk into that team, but mm. uh, the level of talent that he's got in that step, yep. they'll, he will show what he's capable of, I, I think, and then they'll, they'll find a spot for him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Paul Vaughan got a one-year contract with the Dogs starting mm-hmm. uh, prove it deal. Starting next year, yeah, a bit of a prove it deal. Uh, obviously, uh, well covered. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole party at Vaughanies. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can resurrect his career there. And uh, a big, big re-signing, uh, that being of Craig Bellamy for the Storm. Mm-hmm. Five years, is that what's being reported? Yeah, 2026, I think, is confirmed yep. uh, when he'll finish up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rumoured to get in about 1.5 mil a season, over a mil. So he's getting decent money, um, which helps uh, to stick around. Yeah, rumours yeah. I was hearing was about 1.4 to 1.5. Yeah. And if you've got to pay anyone <laughs> that, you pay... Arguably the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. Well, here's a question for you. Is he the GOAT of, of coaching? Oh, off the cuff. Off the cuff. Max, can you bring up Craig Bellamy coaching statistics? I think I think I was... I was Who, who's in the conversation? Well, Bennett. Yep. Wayne Bennett. Uh, do, do you want to go back? Like... Anyone. Pick, pick who you think. From, from what... Well, from... From my era, mm-hmm. it has to, it's a two horse race, isn't it? Between between. So I've got a third. Yeah, Tim Sheens. Tim Sheens, run us through Tim Sheens. So, so uh, he, I think so. Him and Wayne. Wayne's got eight hundred games played. I think uh, Sheens has slightly less. Uh, he's slightly more games won than mm-hmm. Craig, but he's coached three hundred plus games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sheens. So Craig's big stat seventy percent win. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Bellamy's uh, not Bellamy's um, Wayne Bennett's is 62% and Sheen's is 50 if not a bit lower mm-hmm. but he did was the first coach for the Cowboys when they came out of the comp and they fucking stunk right. so <laughs> so he's got about seven years where he, he had a tw- under 20% win percentage mm-hmm. so you take that out he won three comps with Canberra and he won a comp with Wests in, in between he's uh, coaching for um uh, Cowboys. So he won four comps. Yes. Bellamy's won five. Yep. Uh, Wayne Bennett's won seven. Yeah. So here, here's here's the thing, and the recency bonus is massive. Yes. So I've, I've just looked at the all-time kind of thing. Do, do we go back to, say, an Arthur Halloway yeah. in the 1930s that <laughs> – 
I, you know, well, in the, in the no, last none of us have ever heard of. Yeah, but in the, in the modern era, kind of of rugby league, at least since the eighties. Yeah, it's those three blokes for me. Yep. Um, and and for mine, and some other, I'll throw some other things out. So Tim Sheens and Craig Bamley never mm-hmm. won an Origin series. Mm-hmm. Wayne, of course, won several. Yep. Uh, Wayne and Craig never won a World Cup. Tim Sheens has. Okay. Uh, 83% win percentage as Australian head coach. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. So I think Wayne, uh, from memory, was 800-ish games and he had 500 or so wins mm-hmm. um, to get to his 60% average. Uh, excellent average. He's won premierships at two clubs. Tim Sheens won premierships at two clubs. Craig Bellamy only with Storm. Mm-hmm. So... You can pick and choose what you like about each one. There's no clear it's, answer. It's those three for me. The, that, yeah. If I had to, if, if I had, had to, to pick one, if I had to pick one, ahead. I'd say Wayne slightly ahead because seven premierships yep. across three different decades. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, Origin wins as well. Put that in there. Yeah, he hasn't won a World Cup. That's probably a, a net in the hat for Tim Sheens. But mm-hmm. you know, having a 62 percent win percentage. Uh, from 800 games is pretty impressive compared to Craig's 400 and something. Um, I'm going to 100% agree with you, which is a very, very yeah. rare thing that will happen on the SQ. The thing is... We're just looking at the resumes and comparing them, but if you look but, at but the where they is, are now, club level... Th- this, is the, this is the current resume. Does one consider the future resume? Well, how with, Wayne's with, what a thousand years old at this point? It was him and Buzz Rothfield that were there when uh, the serpent <laughs> tempted Adam and Eve. Okay. You got to remember, Craig's only been a coach since '03. Yeah, so, so and, and he's just signed on for yeah. five years with a team that's looking like they will probably win the comp this year, and we're probably going to be yeah, really hard exactly. to beat for the next. So that that seven that. number, he probably gets that. So if, he, if he coaches to the same age that Wayne is at the moment, I think yeah. he's, that's mm. probably another 20 to 15 years for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he, he so could have a very, very good record. So let's one. agree on something. As it stands, Wayne Bennett is the goat of NRL coaches mm-hmm. in the modern era. Yep. That's the caveat there. Um, in terms of potential, Craig, Craig Bellamy will most likely become the greatest rugby league coach of all time. Well, I'll put it this way. If I'm picking a club coach, probably Craig. Mm-hmm. If I'm picking a state of origin coach, I'm picking Wayne. Mm-hmm. If I'm picking an Australian coach, I'm picking Tim Sheens. So <laughs> that's where we're at at the moment. What do you do most we- most weeks? You yeah. cl- you the coach, club footy. You so. coach your club. Yeah. I mean, how many opportunities would, have, would Wayne have had at coaching the Australian team? Because if he's coaching club footy... Oh, probably he's he probably been shout. offered it plenty of times and turned it down. Yeah, yeah that's um. right. <laughs> so we've got a... <laughs> Matty John's uh, just coming up <laughs> for a retro round. Got some good kits on him, don't they? Yeah. Liam Gallagher. Oh, Asus. Oh. Tough man's there. <laughs> anyway. Um, Talking about the goats of uh, sports fucking shit talk shows. <laughs> <laughs> Something to aspire to. Uh, let's, let's move into... Uh, our, our preview of round 20. Yeah. And and looking back to last week, we had three close games. Finally, some three, close games. Three close games. Uh, the Raiders-Eels game that happened uh, mm-hmm. whilst we were podcasting last week was really good. It was an excellent game of footy. Jordan Rappiner, that challenge on Mike Acevo. I think we, during the potty I said it was fair fair for me. Um, he hits him with hip and yep. no, nothing, like hip and high thigh, like nothing knee or shoulder. Like, yeah, that's all fair to me. Okay. Hits him, hits him in a nice area, doesn't hit him in the head or anything like that. Like, that's all fair. That's a fair challenge. We could, yeah. We could. Yeah. 
we could go far on this. It's, it is last week's news. It's done. Yeah. The Raiders get the win. Um, there was still a few blowouts. Mm-hmm. Of so, course, the <laughs> So South was put up, put up sixty. Mealy and Cronulla scored forty four. Yeah. Uh, but there was no Titans beat the Dragons. <laughs> Uh, twenty-two point margin. That's not a blowout. Twenty-two not. point margin. I think is a blowout. <laughs> no, thirty plus is a blowout. <laughs> well, Corolla won by put forty-four on Bulldogs, but that's only a twenty-two point. Actually, that's a twenty-point margin, so it it's was, less. It was less. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get to it in a second. <laughs> what's just hap- What's just unfolded in front of us? The um, pretend- pretenders have been beaten. They have been. <laughs> yeah. And who are the pretenders, Sean? Uh, the Parramatta Eels. Uh, 13 and 5 so far this season. We'll make that 13 and 6. 13 and 6, yes. And uh, only beaten the Storm in the top four, I think, from memory. Yeah, and that was in round three. Round, I think it was even round two. I think it was even earlier than that. So it was. I think it was round three. But I think we looked at that. Like, hey, it doesn't matter. Um, so no one good of note. Coming in to take on the, the battered Roosters. And the Roosters have held them scoreless. Was it 26 or 28 nil? 28 nil. 28 nil final yeah. score. Mm-hmm. That plus 13 again. Uh, hand on heart, boys. Who'd you pick? Hara. Oh, yeah. well, we picked Roosters. Roosters. And you can check. Well, I mean, the thing was, if I picked the Roosters, that, that's, that's a curse. <laughs> we all lose. If I picked Eels, I was probably going to lose anyway. So I was losing either way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they did it with, again, we're, t- we're talking about how injury ravaged the the roosters are you can add billy smith and matt ikavalu to that list can you find some try scores for this game for us max um yep and uh, we've only been watching it in a quarter screen up there but it just seemed like one-way traffic didn't it mm-hmm. just ran all over when they needed to it looks like eels had a few chances they got rejected but every time i looked up the roosters were were beating them in, in some point so did you have try scores there yep so we had morris uh First and game back for him, so he got at, well. He got axed last week. So Josh Morris, mm. yeah, needed needed to maybe refocus mm. after what happened to his brother. So they've sent him sent him down. Um, he is now uh, back. Got to try. Who else? Yep. Uh, we had Tupanua. 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 He was yep. going to get that wrong. Uh, Walker, Tapao, and Manu. I don't know how much of this I can play before we get about ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> yeah. Pretenders yeah. <laughs> They're pretenders bro Oh big time The Eels are pretenders Who, Did Sam Walker get a try? No Oh sorry yeah he did Yeah Sam yeah. Walker got a try I saw the thing I saw that one That Joey Marnie um, one that we Joey Marnie one um, Whoever was playing seven for them Looked like uh, Did a right too Jacob so, Arthur Yeah so mm. The coach's young bloke uh, mm-hmm. Mitch Moses Still not available With that broken back No no uh, um, For Roosters Not, not oh, Eels Sammy Walker Sam Walker Oh no Six must be six then. He's playing six. Hutchinson's back. back. Yeah, Yeah, look good. So, yeah, they win. Um, Eels stink. They Paris doesn't do anything in the postseason. Sure, in the finals, they probably finish fifth now. Let's say they finish five. I'm going to say Manly three and Roosters four. No, Manly won't come third. Souths have only lost three games. Souths. Oh, Souths. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, Eels won't be in top four. That's my point. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they're if they're five or six. Uh, 
that they'll then drop a drop to whoever's um, <laughs> they'll drop that first game. So uh, so before tonight, Para were two points clear of the Roosters. They're now equal on points, but the points difference is still in Para's favour. But I tend to agree. I think the Roosters jump into fourth, and the and Parramatta will drop down to fifth. Yeah, maybe, and, maybe. and it'll get bounced out round one. By the Dragons. <laughs> no, the, dra- the Dragons <laughs> losing the Titans aren't making it into the into the finals. Don't they're, tell. Their final chances. <laughs> I mean, the Raiders might sneak in at eight. They've, they've yeah, hit, they, hit the, the well, form they at the really moment. Should. They really should. We'll mm. get to them in a second. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a snooze fest tomorrow night in terms of these games. Should we breeze through them? Yeah, let's the, go through them. So the West Tigers take on the New Zealand Warriors at Suncorp Stadium. It's a double header at Suncorp. Uh, the Warriors get smashed by the Bunnies, put up a 60-burger. Uh, last week, Adam Fanua Blake, you guys see what happened to his yeah, finger? I did the, the compound fracture, and you can see uh, nasty, yeah, yeah, cut it all the yeah. way through. You can see the bone there. Mm. Apparently, yeah. it's not; it doesn't need surgery, and it's not going to be too bad. So he's he's going to miss this week, maybe yeah. a week after, and he'll be all right. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of right. deep lacerations, uh, Blake, do you see Blake Ferguson? He got massive, a, gash. a big like inch gash, and yeah. was bleeding all in the top of his top of his head so yeah. he was wearing they taped him all up and then they put headgear on him to keep him playing so that was a, that was a bad cut poor Fergo I couldn't think that you could make that head any worse <laughs> <laughs> no. oh scars get chicks bro yeah they do they do so do 45 his nose doesn't 45 degree noses <laughs> just ask Cooper Cronk um, shout out to Sergi Fergo we, 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 we love the Fergies alright so uh, the Titans on the, in their respective game they got turboed uh, forty four to twenty four. They got turboed big time. They yeah. got DC eight as well, oh, as, well yeah. as well as turboed. We'll get to that in a second. Mm. Adam, Adam Dewey's looking good. That's a bright spark for for Wes. Yes, uh, they'll be without Alex Seafarth and Luke Garner this week. Well, I think possibly for the rest of the season. Who'd uh, you boys pick in this one? Uh, it's hard one to pick. Uh, to be honest, full disclosure, I won't be watching this game <laughs> tomorrow night. Uh, Neither of these teams will be playing top eight footy, you'd think. Yep. Um, I, agree I, I went. I went the West Tigers. RTS going home, I think, is massive for the Warriors. I think they've put a line through their own season. Um, now it's it's a lot of how can we develop Reese Walsh? How can we get mm. Matt Lodge comfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, how can we start thinking about 2022 for the Warriors, I think? Mm. I picked the Warriors because I think if there's the emotion of all that, yep. th- this will be the game they lift. Yep. Um, and they'll put 40 on West. That's my shout here. <laughs> Hot take. Can we, we might have to get the odds in the over and the, uh, the, yeah. the, 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 the you're, total, you're ga- total, total game points perhaps. Yeah. Um, yeah, I picked Tigers as well. Uh, $1.50 is a little, it's a bit short. Yep. So they are favourites $1.50. Uh, Warriors are at $2.60. Um, we've got a line of six and a half, so. What's the total game points there? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking anything over f- 52. 55 and a half. Yeah, I'd probably still take that. I think. <laughs> I know from what we've said last week, it's just there's points galore other than, mm. what, two games. Yep. Broncos, yeah. Cowboys. Uh, Snore. A little bit of a snooze fest. Cowboys but lost five straight. Yeah. They they started so shit, then they turned, They really started looking good in the middle of the season and then they've gone back to shit. The Broncos, they were down 18 zip to the Panthers and staged a bit of a late comeback. Mm-hmm. Finished Got two late ones. 18 12. Shout out to fucking Payne Haas. Yeah. He is a freak, man. 72 minutes, 43 tackles, 14 tackle busts, 213 metres game. Mm-hmm. And some people are reporting as a 120 kilo bloke, he might be the fittest person 
at the Brisbane Broncos. I think there's some chat as well. Like he's the fastest over forty. Too. Yeah, he's an athlete, man. Yeah, he's he, a freak. He's a fucking athlete, and that's why. That's we, why the conversation for that ten year. Ten deal years, and as we were talking about yeah. last week, yeah. and you you so kindly ruined my joke that I had sitting in the top of my head, <laughs> not in any notes in front of me about it being longer than a Jennifer <laughs> Lopez. Uh, She's back with Ben, so is she? Hey. <laughs> For some gossip there. Really? No, Aaron. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. J Lo. Super Bowl show. She is she, she is doing very well for her age. Yes. I think Ben's <laughs> punching at this point for his age. Anyway. We digress. <laughs> Don't save your coats. Mm-hmm. Has he been blacklisted? Are they has Kevy gone, okay, you're you're not playing here next year. You won't be playing first grade this year. I don't see why not. Like it, it makes sense from that aspect. Like get some of the young works in. Does so it that? Like they've got a new, they've got a new young um, debutant coming through. The yeah, teenage freak, massive, massive bloke forward. Yeah, can you bring up that, um, that team list there, Monks? Yeah, but scrolling up. I, I forgot to mention it with Gagai going to Newcastle. That frees up Milford to go to Souths. So there's some chat that uh, Milford might go to Souths. Yeah, so. yep. Oh, I've heard that. That Tessie Newey's playing fullback for them. He's going all right. But they've gone Corey Oates and Jermaine Asako on the wing over yep. Xavier Coates. I can't imagine, based on talent, either of those guys are, are better than Xavier at the moment. But Yeah. Oates a bit out of form. A bit out of favour. But he has played Origin. And yeah. Asako, has, he's a talented guy, but he just doesn't put it all together. We always talk about Asako in that he's probably not a premier fullback, but he's always pretty good on the wing and his goal kicking. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. both those guys, yeah. I think, signed... With Brisbane for next year, so it's just it seems unusual that a bloke can play state of origin but not make the first grade side for a team that's coming fifteenth. Yeah, true. Anyways, uh, the the cows they were actually really impressive last week uh, mm-hmm. against the Storm. Didn't quite come away with the win. Nearly pulled off the upset of the year. Uh, what we we looked at the odds before the game, the Storm were a dollar and three cents. It was Something a thirty like that, point yeah. line, and it actually went right down to the wire. The the cows can technically make up. Make the eight. Uh, they're six and twelve at the moment. Uh, they do, however, play Manly, Parramatta, and the mighty St George Dragons. Uh, three of their last five <laughs> games. So you wouldn't think, uh, with that stellar opposition, that they'd uh, they'd be coming through that. I think that's enough about this game. Could we get some odds and tips? Brisbane here. I went the cows. I went the cows. Uh, horrendous form. I. Yeah, actually, now that we speak about it more, I probably think Brisbane <laughs> very more likely. Um, but yeah, but both teams out of top eight contention in reality. The only good thing about this is it's a Brisbane Cowboys game, and they always seem to be fire. They so, do, they yeah. do. Yeah, their 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 table position probably doesn't help this game from some of the other excellent uh, Brisbane and Cowboys. What was that games, grand so final? Sixteen grand final. Fifteen. Fifteen grand final. That you should know half half that team is now playing for the Dragons. They so. do, yeah, they do. <laughs> that was the Ben Hunt drop ball. Game. Mm. That's all right. That's that's a only what six years ago, and these were the two best teams in the NRL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monks odds and tip. Yeah, I've gone Broncos as well. They are favourites, dollar seventy-seven. Cowboys are out at two dollars five cents. Line is two. Ooh. Yeah, not good now. Do you want to talk about your mighty dragons and how yeah. they get pumped by South? <laughs> <laughs> so mighty! I'll tell you right now, I didn't tip. I didn't tip them. Uh, South by a lot. I think the the big thing out of this, and we spoke about it before, um, is is that 
the the whole COVID situation is at least allowing some rural Queensland towns get mm-hmm. uh, a game of rugby league. So this one's going to be up at Brown Park, Rockhampton, uh, on Saturday afternoon. The poor Dragons, we all tipped them last week and they fucking played like dust. Yes. Um, no Corey Norman, I don't think his inclusion would have made any difference. This week, the three outs, due to the, the Vaughan party, Jack Bird, Jack DeBellin, Blake Laurie, that's three... Mm. Big outs. They've got young Jaden Sullivan playing six with Corey Norman in the centres. South's coming off a, a 60-burger against the Warriors. It w- w- wouldn't surprise me if Souths have the shortest odds of this season in this game. Of this season? Yeah, with the guys in here. I think, maybe a shout. I think of the round. For this round, definitely. Um, I don't think of the season. Mm. Melbourne were a dollar and three cents last week. What, 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 what are they Penrith, paying? What are they what paying were, now, Max? What were Penrith when they were? On they were dollar three. I was, I, I was thinking dollar <laughs> three in this one. What are they paying in this? They're paying a dollar seven. Dollar seven. seven. Yeah. Close. Okay. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. What about uh, South Sydney? One hundred and thirteen year history. Mm-hmm. Only four times they put up sixty, and one of them was last weekend. Yep. Adam Reynolds. Uh, he had a minor hamstring strain during the week. He's still named. It'll be interesting to see what happens if he plays. Might Probably not, don't need him. Might not make a difference. Uh, we've all tipped South Sydney here. I imagine yeah, a few Judas's down here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we've already got that game line. Uh, we've already got the game odds. What's yep. it, what's the line there, Max? Line is twenty four and a half. What's the total game points? Because South love to score points and have a little bit of a leaky defense. Yeah. So it's fifty four and a half. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I think this this will be a bit of a, a South tri- could do that themselves. Try fest, they sure could, and I hope they don't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving forward, the uh, the Knights take on the the Raiders, who are three uh, on the trot. Did Knights win last week? No, they got really tough. Oh, that's right. They got, they got towed, towed up, towed up yeah. by the Roosters. Um, no, Mitch Pierce still mm-hmm. um, for the Knights. He's, do you mind scrolling that Very. one up? Uh, and Jordan Rapiner, uh that's the best game he's ever played at fullback. Let's mm. be honest. He he actually plays games at fullback pretty well. So uh, he's in the. No, I, I don't think that that display last oh, week. He he didn't that, play that, that, that well. That's his best game I think ever. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh, he's definitely played games at fullback better than he's played at wing. Mm-hmm. But of course he's getting well, he's getting more, way more ball and involvement from that position. So um, I like Rappiner. So. 261 run meters, 15 tackle bus. Mm-hmm. What the hell? And his positional play in defense, I think, also helped mm. <laughs> massively. Obviously, um, that try saver and mocker saver mm-hmm. uh, to, to get them the win. And we went, we mentioned how uh, Papali and his big noggin getting that head that shot. He did actually fail that HIA mm. and miss the rest of that game. Hopefully, uh, we'll be in this one. He's named. I think it's pending another yeah. HIA. Yep. Yep. Uh, Mitch Pierce named in the reserves, is he? Yep, he's uh, 21. Uh, so extended, extended bench. Extended, yeah, yeah extended bench. probably not playing. Probably not. See what happens there. I back the milk. Yeah, I think the milk. I think they're going in the right <laughs> direction. I think Newcastle's going in the wrong direction. Yep. yep. Uh, Storm Penrith. Oh, Max, go. Get, get Give some, us some odds. Hurry up. Get some odds. I'm sick of the bumhole yeah. league. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is your own team. <laughs> Got to draw this out for as long as possible. Um, Raiders are favourites, $1.65. I think I've tipped them as well. Newcastle are out at two dollars twenty-five. Line is two and a half. Mm. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, moving into which was 
really shaping up to be one of the games of the season. Unfortunately, injuries might have robbed that. Uh, I am talking about the Melbourne Storm taking on the Penrith Panthers. Mm -hmm. Both teams Mm -hmm. have only lost two games this whole season. 7.30 Saturday night. Yeah, I think Storm getting healthy, Panthers getting more hurt. For sure, for sure. And the odds will reflect that. We'll have a look in a minute. Uh, big news out of uh, out of Penrith is that Brian To'o is out with a syndesmosis. Uh, I think it's he's having surgery. Is that is that confirmed or were they going to wait? It, well, it says I think of the note when it came out he needs surgery. Mm. So I don't think he, as a winger he could play with that kind of injury. As any position, syndesmosis, yeah, especially in a sport where you got to run a lot. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, which you know, surgery four to six turnaround. I think they probably do that with the hope that they'll see out the rest of the season and they'll he'll be back finals time. You know, Cam Smith was saying during the week that they prepared last year for the GF for Brian Toto just as much as they prepared for Nathan Cleary. That's that's how much respect uh, the, the Storm uh, showed him. Tyrone May yeah. has an MCL strain. He'll be out four to six weeks. Uh, he does need surgery there. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, it looks like he's going to go under the knife. So yeah. that's a massive blow, which is uh, unfortunate because this should be the best game of the of the season. Probably, yeah, yeah probably the yeah. season. Yeah, and so. bring up the odds. It's it's yeah. Melbourne, Storm uh, a very very short favourites. Yeah, I picked Storm too. Yep. Um, yep. So they are favourites, a dollar fifteen. Dollar fifteen. Um, yeah, crazy to think twelve rounds ago that it'd be like that. And it's a completely different story if if everyone's available. We should yeah. mention Isaiah, no Isaiah Yo and no James Fisher Harris yep. to yep. uh Pangai should play first game this one is yeah, he named? Yeah, he's uh, he should be named. Uh, is there a pang- uh, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no Pangai. Hmm. Extended bench? No. Nah. So so no Interesting. Pa- no Pangai Jr. I would have thought he played this week. No Pangai Jr. just yet. So Mm. Yeah, look, on paper, fuck, Melbourne should win this pretty comfortably, you'd reckon? Mm. Who's playing seven for Penrith? Because Tyrone May had been playing seven. Well, um, it'll be Burton and Luai in the halves, I'd say. Uh, Bert, yep. Bert, yeah, so Burton goes to six, Luai goes to seven. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sunday, it's a, a less interesting game here. The Canary Bulldogs take on the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, I do want to mention, we did... We did talk about the Titans dusting up uh, my Dragons. Uh, David Fafita, he went nuts. Run out of your little blokes, of course. Yeah, I think you you were right. You were right in that. But that's what you that's what you should do on the line. You should attack attack people like that. Yeah, it mm. doesn't make him soft. <laughs> no, I'm not saying so the, the word. The, I think the wording was wrong last week. I, I think it's smart. I think it's smart play. Perhaps. Perhaps for, yeah. in, in an origin arena when there's blokes that can tackle a bit better, they don't get found out so well. But yeah. he's good. He can't defend. There's probably other. That's probably where the, the soft bit comes in. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not wanting to put my neck out the chopping block. When he runs over a second row and scores a try, come, come and talk to me. All right. that <laughs> and, and maybe when you stand on a goal line and tackle him coming at you, then you can call him soft. Yeah, because he ran at me. Because he's soft. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's one of the best athletes getting around in the uh, NRL, and I think to call yeah. him soft is madness. Think of someone your own size. <laughs> he has 12 tries this season. That is three ahead of the next forward in uh, the Hectic Cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Speaking of forward scoring tries, Jared Wallace scored a double last week mm-hmm. for a prop. That's how good St. George are at defending at the moment. Uh, and the Dogs went down 44-24 to the Cronulla Sharks. Luke Thompson cops three weeks for that late hit on Blake Braley. Yeah. It's a shame because mm-hmm. he was really good. Um, can't imagine there's too much interest in this game, lads. I've gone the Titans. I think we all picked Titans. They're probably favourites yep. by a lot, Max. Titans all around. So they are favourites, $1.25. Bulldogs are out at $4. And the line is 12 and a half. 12 and a half. $1.25 is not bad value there, I would have thought, for the Gold Coast Titans. Trying to make a push for the eight. Uh, yeah. And the, the last game... On, uh, on Sunday afternoon, Ashley goes up to uh, Redcliffe, the, the home of the mm-hmm. Redcliffe Dolphins. Uh, Cronulla take on Manly. Uh, both of these teams won last week 44 to 24. There's a little bit of numerology yeah. for you. But Manly by all the points. <laughs> Sean Johnson is out. <laughs> He's done a hammy. And uh, and Manly just destroyed the, the West Tigers last week. DCE had a great game. He scored two tries, two try assists, and 200 run meters. But that man, Tommy Turbo, give that man the $10,000. Give him the Dally M. 327 run metres, a try. He is the best rugby league player in the world at the moment. We talk about him every week, and he he deserves to be spoken about uh, very highly. You know who else should should be spoken about highly? Morgan Harper. He scored a hat-trick. He's coming along really well. That centre pairing uh, with him and Brad Parker – Hank Scorpio, he goes by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Har- Harper and Parker looking really good. Manly maybe a smoky to push some of the uh, premier teams later on in the season. I think we would have all tipped Manly here. Have you tipped Manly? I've gone Manly. Can we get some odds? 100%. 100%. Uh, so they're pretty good favourites at $1.15. Sharks are out at five fifty at the moment. And we have a line of 18 and a half. Take yeah, all, I, pr- all I, pr- of that. I probably would be taking it. <laughs> what were we talking about uh, in the groupie today? Tom Trebojevic has 15 tries. He has played 10 games. 10 matches. So 10 games. Yeah. So 1.5 average. Yeah, one and a half a game, which means if he was to play a full 24-game season, that would have him 36 tries. Yeah, he'd be 27 currently <laughs> at this point if yeah. he played. Unbelievable. Which so would be three ahead of where Alex Johnson is before he got injured. Unbel- unbelievable. Mm. But like, Johnson, Fox, and him, that pace is just unreal. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's pretty scary to think that that man is on track to win the Dally M and he's played half of the games uh, that, 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 he could, <laughs> that some blokes have yeah. played this year. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and that makes that makes you think as well, maybe maybe he's not a shoe in for the Dally M in terms of getting points. But mm. you'd imagine those 10 games that he's played, he's – at least scored a point, and in most of them, he's gotten the three. Oh, big time. Do you reckon because he hasn't played as many games, he's sort of been able to keep up that pace in between injuries? Or Well, you got to throw three origin games in there. He's had yeah. the soft tissue problems with the hammy at the start of the year. I, nah, I don't know if it's... Was he played ten? He's played ten straight, hasn't he? He missed. Oh no, he's no. He well, he would he he would have missed no. games through buys for Origin, where he would have played Origin instead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they rested yeah. him. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, yeah, you are right. So he, he missed the first five weeks, wasn't it? Yeah. With five hand? or six, and I think he's yeah. been rested at least and two he, through Origin. Three, well, three, he wouldn't have played for Origin. And then... I think he backed up for one of them. And then but f- the camp... 
Yeah, but the, the Origin was by rounds, so they didn't have actual games. No, one one of them was. One, there was no games, and then one was a half round. Yeah, and I don't think they played that round. So he, so he would have missed one through the camp. Yeah. And then a fit. Either way, he's missed 10 games. He, he, I yeah. think he was rested for one or two of them around Origin to help uh, with yeah, the backing, up, yeah. backing up. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. He's elite. What are we talking he about? He's, best, he's the best player in the world. He's yeah. going to win the Daly M after playing half the games. It's yes. fucking unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll wrap up our NRL chat, boys. Let's talk about yep. some AFL. Yeah. Um, in direct comparison to the Bumhole League, the, this, this, <laughs> the only stupid news that came out of the AFL was uh, we've decided to ban boxing because the Hawthorne players um, during their training uh, concussed each other. So Mitch Lewis, I think, was on the end of an uppercut, yep. uh, which ended up in him being concussed. So they've now enforced the rule there's no boxing slash sparring between players in uh, training. This is a knee-jerk reaction. This stinks of a... Of a Peter Volandis reaction, actually. Yeah. What? Where do you think more concussions would occur? <laughs> Playing a game of Aussie Rules football or the boxing sparring that you might partake in in part of your fucking strength and conditioning yeah. and training? Yeah. yeah, and it was ridiculous, just, stupid. Yeah, in the last probably twenty years where they've used this, uh, oh. like boxing, and they've used it regularly, uh, you've had one bloke have an errant punch. So like. We anyway, don't, I don't yeah. want to waste much breath on this. This is so <laughs> dumb. Luke Luke Beveridge was pretty scathing of it. Obviously, yeah. he he thinks a bit of um, bit of uh, boxing for strength and conditioning is is very useful. But yeah, yeah I think well, the Western Bulldogs coach came out as well and said the AFL shouldn't come in and uh, be telling us what we should, what we can and can't do about training and like enforcing those kind of rules. Mm. Well, um, that is yeah. Luke Beveridge. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> you never listen to what I say. No, no, no. <laughs> I ignore ninety percent of what you, you say just anyway. Now. Yeah, but uh, you know, the only point I wanted to make was you know, NFL land of the chat there and explains like uh, we can definitely will imply what we want you to do. Mm. Training, you know, limited power prices, limited communication, limiting, mm. you know, how many walkthroughs, whatever. Like they'll do whatever they want. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe this, maybe this is the slippery slope where it starts, and then the AFL uh, will start pushing that similar NFL kind of agenda for what you can and can't do in training. Maybe. Let's hope not, and let's hope we never have to talk about this again. Something else I'd like to never talk about again is COVID restricting uh, team movement and where the grand final might be. Still, no crowds for Victoria for at least another two weeks. Yeah. The South Australian mm. teams have been allowed to go home. I believe so. That's the case. They can go back to Adelaide. Just, uh, just remember, if the ball comes near you, uh, just just duck and there's sweaty men out there and whatever else mm-hmm. that supposed expert mm-hmm. said a few weeks ago yeah. on the Esky. Make sure you get your sani on you. Mm. Uh, Eddie McGuire, he wants to do a ring of steel Deal. around the G for, to get it good for, for the grand final. Uh, he reckons you could set up a perimeter. People have to get tested to go in or out. Um, I don't know how you get 50,000, people in doing that. Sounds like a logistical nightmare. Um, it, I, I guess it's all going to come down to how many cases the Victorians have. And to be honest, they've been trending in the right direction. Yeah, really I think well. they had yeah. one random case today, but... Beautiful. I think they're yeah. going. They're going good. They're going good. I'm not going to New South Wales. <laughs> no, no. Did you see yesterday? It was like what seventy something cases, and I was like, "Yeah, good on you, Sydney. We're going good." No, it was more than that. And no, uh, today. Well, two, today was more. Two, I think yesterday two, was two. No, yesterday was like one seventy. I think it was one seventy, uh, but it was like fifty yeah. infectious ones. Uh, and and yeah, today yeah, was two hundred and seventy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Double ton, Jason Gillespie. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, yeah. AFL round 20. Let's have a look. Uh, St Kilda take on Carlton tomorrow night at Marvel Stadium. The Saints went so close, but so far last week against the Eagles. Uh, mm-hmm. That's two uh, weeks in a row where they've gone really close to upsetting um, a top eight side. Uh, they are still only two points outside of the eight, and there is an absolute logjam between eighth and twelfth. Max King had the best game of his young career. He booted six goals, and Zach Jones had 32 through the middle. Carlton. You love him, don't you? <sighs> we, were talk- we were talking about last week. We said they've got a really favourable run home. You know, <laughs> they, they, they had... They had <laughs> I think we all picked them as well. So. Of course we did. They're playing the worst team in the competition. Who could you not? How you could you, you, not you do realise that Monkey and I conspired to so pick both the Dragons <laughs> and Carlton just to fuck with you last week. That's, so. that's uh, what it all came down to. Uh, both the both the Carlton uh, Football Club and the St George Laura Dragons, who I'm sure all listen to this podcast, go, "Oh wow, let's really fuck with this guy's emotions and let's all lose on purpose." Oh, we're just the curse. The curse is real, ladies and gentlemen. The curse is real. Not only did they lose to the <laughs> bottom of the ladder, North <laughs> Melbourne Kangaroos, they lost by 39 points. Oh, yep. And they were up at halftime by two points, and they got absolutely fucking steamrolled in in the third quarter. Um, so they they really they really did miss really did miss Harry Mackay. Yeah. Do you think if you're the president of Carlton Football Club? Do you think that's where you put your line through your head coach and go, oh, we need to – we're not right here. We need to do make a change. No. I don't I don't think it's all Teague's fault. We've spoken about how Brendan Bolton got such a long run. Yeah. Um, and, and Teague perhaps having uh, – well, he does have a better list than what Brendan Bolton had. But uh, I I just – Losing an also. Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Is that, is that – one man's fault in David Teague or is it the 22 blokes that are out in the football field and all the support staff and everyone else uh, around that club? Uh, to focus on one bright side, Tom DeConing is coming on really nicely. The young Ruckman, he had 22 hit out, mm-hmm. 17 possessions, and he took a hanger. It's really nice to see a Ruckman that can fly and take hangers. I've taken a total of zero in my uh, <laughs> reserve-grade <laughs> AFL career. Well, you can only jump about three inches off the ground. So, so plus my height, that's quite high. <laughs> Especially if I well, look. It's, it's not classed as a hanger, though. <laughs> no, no. Where's Caleb Daniel? I, I might be able to get on his shoulders. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and unfortunately, Zach Williams and Eddie Betts are both out for a few weeks. Uh, what have we gone here, boys? Well, did you pick him, Judas? No, I won't St Kilda. It's disgusting. They, yeah. they, we were, a week ago, we were going... They can make the finals. They can make the finals. The hype's up. A, a massive effort against Collingwood the week before. Um, and, yeah, you go out and get pants by the team running dead last. Yeah. It's the last time we believe yeah. in you and Colton. So, yes, I've gone to Kilda as well. Yeah. Oh, geez, I've gone St Kilda as well. <laughs> yep. Hopefully that's it's a good dip. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's a curse and the Blues get some sort of miraculous win, but... <laughs> Don't sit up. Give us a mods, Max. Yeah, well, if you believe in miraculous wins, uh, Carlton are at $2.46. Uh, St, uh, St Kilda are our favourites, $1.55. Lion is 11 and a half. and a half. Not bad, actually. I don't know. Shout out to Michael Steenson. Uh, listener of the Esky, mm-hmm. good mate of ours, uh, stuck in South Australian lockdown, really wanted to see Carlton get a win and um, get his morale up and 
yeah, really left him wanting. So. Yeah, they, they shatter all over your dr- hopes and dreams. So <laughs> big time. Yeah, so, as, as they have yeah. done for the last twenty five years. years. Twenty five yeah. years. Yeah, your entire uh, adult life. So <laughs> let's let's move on. West Bulldogs taking on the Crom. The Crom. The uh, the Crom actually had a win last week mm-hmm. against the Hawks. Nineteen points there at Marvel. Rory Laird was very good. Tipped him over thirty. Yeah, I think we all did, didn't we? I think we all. Would surprise me. Reverse. We curse. love the Crom. Reverse curse for the Crom. Uh, Rory Laird thirty six posies in two goals, and the Dogs they uh, they got a win over the Melbourne Demons. Uh, doesn't count. No fans. No fans. Doesn't count. <laughs> Joseph McGrath, if you're listening. It was the usual suspects for the Western Bulldogs. Jack McRae, 38 disposals. He has one game this season under 30. Uh, and the Bond, the most likely, the hot favourite premier, uh, sorry, the favourite for for the Brownlow medal, mm-hmm. Marcus Bond and Pelly, 31 possessions and two goals. Uh, have we got teams here? Josh Dunkley. Should on. do, so they. Yep. Josh Dunkley in. Josh Dunkley in. I'm looking at the wrong game. Uh, I've, of course, picked Bulldogs in this because it's yeah they should win this by a lot. And Easton Wood. Easton Wood in, Josh oh, Dunkley sorry. in. So that is two massive ins for the Dogs. I think they win this quite comfortably. It's at Ballarat. Sorry. It's at Ballarat. It'll be fucking cold. Yeah. Odds. And that's you, coming from us Canberrans. Yeah, I've gone dogs as well. Sorry, yeah. So they are favourites at dollar and six cents. Adelaide is out at $9.30. Uh, line is 38 and a half. Yeah, take all of that. You probably take all of that. <laughs> Who knows? It is a mighty crumb. <laughs> oh, actually, it'll be wet and windy. I don't think this will be high scoring. Ball- Ballarat's, it's not. Have it's, you looked at the weather? Yeah, well, just in general for weather, it's like playing in Tasmania. So it's. <laughs> I think the whole the whole southeast of the continent at the moment is experiencing some yep. high winds. Yes. Uh, and. Yeah, which might which may cause the points to be down a little bit. Cool, so. so total yeah. points are 142 and a half. So fuck all, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck all. So, so try to reflect that. So yeah, maybe I'll stay away I mean, from that. Yeah, that line's a bit might be a bit steep. Unless they're expecting Bulldogs to score 100 of those. So well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's move forward into the next game: North Melbourne and Geelong. Uh, the dream crushing North Melbourne Kangaroos. <laughs> they picked Carlton last week. They're, Carlton's actually uh, their bogey, well, or vice versa. Carlton North has the wood <laughs> over Carlton. We got there in the end. Mm-hmm. They've won the last five of uh, six games against Sam. Nick Larkey had the mm-hmm. best game of his career last week, uh, booting seven for the Kangas up front. Taron Thomas and Jaden Stevenson both chipped in with four and three goals respectively. Geelong were way too good for the Richmond Tigers in the grand final rematch. It was the usual suspects for them. Tom Hawkins, four goals. Cam Guthrie, 34 posies. Mm. Danger, 28 and a goal. Water is wet. Uh, this is the bottom of the table. Yeah. North Melbourne Kangaroos taking on the sec- second. second. Yeah, they'll be second. Geelong Cats. Yeah. Uh, I want to go out on a limb here. I might not know this. Uh, is Mackay leading the Coleman at the moment? Yes. Yeah. I think Hawkins is behind by six or seven from memory. I'll, I'll look that up now because... Uh, so I think Tex is up there too. I yeah, think actually Tex might be second. I think he was third. I'll have a look now. But with Big H not playing last week, mm-hmm. um, that would have hurt him a little bit. No, you are right. Harry is on 52. Yep. 
46. Texan 46. 43 for Hawkins? 45 for Hawkins. Okay. So 43 for Josh. For Bruce. Josh Bruce. It's Josh Bruce kicked 43 goals. I think so. Let's have a look. I've got the it's pesky. You get the top three on this app, and then you've got to scroll right down and go all players. Josh Bruce, 43 goals, very well done. Yeah. Unfortunately, Jack Rewalt is one ahead of yes. 44. Oh, yes. And Ben King from the Gold Coast, 43. Mm-hmm. Buddy Franklin, 39. And then Bailey Fritch, the, the first small in there. How far is Buddy away from his 1,000? Uh, because he's <sighs> well, he, free he, to play this week. He, he got to it go got to off. The, yeah, he had to go to the... We'll jump ahead a little bit. To, yeah, we'll talk about it now. He had to go to the tribunal. He got off. Mm-hmm. Protected species, yeah. perhaps. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in it. Fuck yeah. There wasn't much. You know, I, I, I love Buddy, but I tend to feel if this wasn't Lance Franklin, then it might have been a different. Uh, like we need him to get his a thousand this year. We, Let's make sure he gets out. That's there. right. That's right. There's not going to be a pitch invasion because we can't have fucking. <laughs> There'll be no crowds. There'll be a pigeon invasion because that's all. Uh, all that's there at the moment. Plenty of pigeons. Mm. Uh, so we obviously we've all gone Geelong here. Right in this game, Geelong uh, by all the points. The line yeah. I imagine is more interesting than the head to head. Yep. So Geelong are favourites at dollar ten. North Melbourne are out at seven dollars. The line is six thirty six and a half. Yep. All thirty six and a half. I'm taking that yep. all day, every day. Where are they playing this? Uh Taz. Oh. Again, the weather, the weather, (laughs) the weather in Melbourne in Taz. That's a different question. The roos are a different animal down there in Tasmania. It's almost like they should play there every weekend. Mm. (laughs) I agree with that. Yeah. What was total points in that, Marks? 140 something? Uh, 152 and a half. I don't think they'll get there. Mm, Very interesting. Very interesting. I think maybe the best... Best bet mm. there is Geelong and a dollar ten. That's probably oh yeah yeah po- take po- that. possibly <laughs> the only really safe thing there. Take that and that's what you want. With a bit of swirling uh, weather there. Yeah. Uh, this Gold Coast Melbourne game. Some heavy favourites this week, by the way. Yeah, there is. There's no real blockbusters. Yeah, well, it's the top eight taken on the bottom eight essentially. Essentially, yeah. And another one of those is the well, Gold top ten taking the bottom ten. Gold Coast, you, you fuck that one up too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> top eight, bottom ten. 18 teams. There we go. Quick yeah. mass. Yeah. Gold Coast Suns take on the Melbourne Demons. Uh, have we got a ground confirmed? Or uh, is this Metricon in Queensland? They're, they're playing Metricon. They're playing yeah. Metricon. Uh, the Suns, they were well beaten by the Lions in the Q Clash last weekend. Uh, Braden Friarini was and very good. That game actually was closer, and then second half, the Lions just turned it on. They, they As they should have. Sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah the... A bit, a bit worrying signs early, but yeah, they turned it on and got over the line. Well, smoked them in the end. So. And the dogs, we, uh, we, uh, sorry, D's. the D's, D's lost to the dogs. Lost to the dogs. It's one apiece. There is the trilogy going to be the grand final? I suppose could be. There's a team uh, that we just spoke about. The Geelong Cats might have something to say about that. Outs- Maybe if Brisbane get back to the form where yeah. they had a month ago. Yep. Then yeah, they might be in that conversation, but. Yeah, at the moment, yeah, I'd say it's D's and dogs. And then you'd say Porter a, a touch behind there, the, the flat track Pretenders. bullies. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think Richmond are going to be there. No, God, no. no. There's a team we're forgetting about that I'm. Sydney Swans? I thought the Swans, but it might not be the Swans. You're the one telling the story, dude. Mm, it's not West Coast. I'm just looking at that list trying to figure <laughs> it and remember who it is. Don't matter. Ignore me. Ignore me. Keep going. I always do. <laughs> uh, 
I imagine we've all gone Melbourne yeah, here. Melbourne. Uh, again, yep. the line might be more interesting than, than the head-to-head. Yep. So Melbourne, our favourites, $1.21. Gold Coast are out at $4.45 at the moment with the line at 25 and a half. Now, Melbourne have been pretty putrid against some lower teams, so perhaps that's one True. for punters to keep in mind. They played at the level of competition. One for punters to keep in mind is maybe overs on Oliver and Petrarca because mm. every week they show up. Uh, the Pies yep. take on the Eagles. Uh, that is a 2018 AFL uh, grand final rematch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announce a new captain. Of? For, for the Pies. Oh, well, Scott Pendlebury is done for the year with uh, the mm. fibula fracture. Yeah. Sorry, I jumped out of here there. Uh, I'm not sure who... Who gets the nod there? Is it side bottom, perhaps? Will they announce it? I thought I saw something today where they announced who's going to captain this squad, but I could be wrong. Or they could be talking about who's potentially going to captain this squad, but yeah. Can you you have a look at that? Have a look it up. Collingwood skipper for this weekend. Yeah, what are West Coast doing in the Pets? Uh, they they were good. They well, they got home last week. I should say against St yeah. Kilda. Dom Sheed was really good. He had thirty two and two goals. But the, obviously, the big hoodoo around them is playing in Victoria, especially at this ground. Yeah, well, you may have missed it. What I just did there was changed my tip to to Collingwood because <laughs> it's like this is an MCG. Uh, yes, I don't think they're gonna <laughs> the West Coast. Uh, will West Coast and not win this game. I also tip Collingwood here. <laughs> I. I do think it really should be a good game, but you know West Coast they're ten and eight. They they want to play finals football and and so they should, but they have to be able to do it in Melbourne. I think they get a few guys back, don't they, from from injury this week? Um, uh, we're, we're making Monks work hard here. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah. so it is it is side so, bot it is side bottom. We'll get yeah, side bottoms is captain. So. Captain and the ins are Petrocelli and Redden in. Uh, f- yep. Flan Ryan out and Hutchings out. No, maybe I misread that. It's all good. It's all s- still odds, Max. Not too bad. I imagine West Coast are favourites. They are favourites. Um, I have massive favourites. Tipped no. them. No. Oh, you pick, so you pick West Coast. Yep. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, so our favourites are dollar sixty. Collingwood are two dollars thirty-five with the line at seven and a half. Yeah, it's a close game of footy, I think. Yeah. Speaking of close games of footy, the Essendon Bombers take on the Sydney Swans uh, Saturday night. Up Did you get us an answer for how far away Buddy is from his 1,000? Uh, he is at 983. Ooh. 17. Will he get this year? It's going to go close. We spoke about it last week. <laughs> I think if if he plays every game, he's, he's definitely a shout. Mm-hmm. So we're saying he needs to kick three, um, three away because they will get that first round finals game and he kicked two last week so that's only just brought him a touch underneath have you got the stats up there 983 yeah kicked 39 this season seven 17 goals to go and four regular season games plus a guaranteed final so quick math 17 by five it's, it's three it's, it's three le- points up it's less than three uh it's yeah sorry it's it's three nearly four yeah, well, it's 16 in four games. It's three so, <laughs> so five games to 17 is yeah, that, three points up there. I think this is way way too long on our, our quick math. maths. Mm. Anyway, let's yeah. hope he gets it this 
That, that's why he got off. Well, that's my, 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 purely, my pure speculation here. The he, reason he got uh, off is so he can chase a thousand this season. He needs less goals per game than beers per podcast I have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, significantly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, he's averaging three goals a game his entire career. Correct, so yeah, which is so he's on track. He's, he's on, track. on track. He's got to be on track this season. He's Budweiser. So they take on Essendon, as I mentioned before. Yeah, and i tell you who kicked more than three goals last week. Isaac Heaney kicked five. He was really good. Ageless Josh Kennedy had 34. Bomb was a bit disappointing. Um, we I think we all tipped him, didn't we? Against, they were ahead and then imploded, mm. which is funny for Bombers. Um, <laughs> Howdy ho. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but the Giants like came straight back into this game and yeah, took them over. And yeah, and then and won we, this in the yeah. end. We mentioned it before. There's a, that log jam um, between eighth and twelfth, and Essendon sit right in that. So, be a massive, massive game if they can get a, um, a win up there. Uh, they're playing this one at the Gabba um, <laughs> against Sydney, but I think yeah, I think Sydney's just getting hot at the right time. I've, I've gone the Swans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, same here, Swans. Mugs, any Judases? Big Judas down the end of the table. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, after last week. Um, yeah, I've gone Swans as well. They are favourites at $1.36. Um, it's an R at $3.72 with a line at 18 and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. Not keen on that line, I think, because Essendon's been – they've been close uh, losers in a few games. So mm. I do yeah. think it'll be a close one. Yeah. I just want to interrupt. Have you guys seen that Shohei Otani's up to 37 home runs for the year? Is he really? And he's, wow. yeah, he's also brought his ERA down too for his pitching. Like he's, he's just getting better. Like it's, it's, he's a freak. <laughs> Sorry, we just had an ad for baseball. Well, that reminded quick, me. Quick baseball chat. <laughs> quick baseball yeah. chat. Like absolute freak. Well, let's do a bit of hockey chat. Uh, the the uh, <laughs> yeah. hockey roos are playing the, the Kiwis at the moment and that, that chick's just caught one right and it's gone. Mm-hmm. That would hurt. Yes. I think the end of the first quarter for them. Do they play yeah, thirds or they, they play quarters? Yeah, quarters. I thought it might have been uh, akin to ice hockey with uh, periods, but uh, it's it's uh, it's quarters. It's uh, yeah, that's the end of the first. Nil nil all. We'll keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Let's round out Sunday's games. Uh, Hawthorne play Brisbane University of Tasmania Stadium. Uh, the Lions, uh, as aforementioned, way too good for the Suns in the Q clash. Lincoln McCarthy stepped up with four goals as a small forward, and Jared Lyons uh, did his business as usual. He had 33. Hawthorne went down to the mighty Crom. I imagine we've all gone Brisbane here, and possibly the line might be more interesting than yeah. the head-to-head. This is like yeah. an NRL round. Oh, this, this big it time is, is like an NRL yeah. It Might is. be a good round to Joker if you've if you're in tipping and you can play a Joker. It seems like there's in most games a pretty clear favourite. Mm. So yeah, Brisbane are favourites, pretty clear favourites at that at a dollar fifteen. Hawthorne are out at five dollars fifty. I would have thought they'd be shorter than that. Hawthorne. After Hawthorne's last week. I guess it is in Tasmania. Hawthorne akin to the Ruse. True, Tasmania. Playing a bit better in Tasmania. Tends to be a bit harder to score. Let's give us total points when we get to it, Monks. But yes, Lions for me. Yep, so Lion is 28.5. Total points is 142.5. A lot of that might come down to the weather in Launceston. Mm -hmm. Mm. If it's clear, sunny day, no wind. All the points. <laughs> a lot of ifs. <laughs> which, which is a very, very big if down in Tasmania. On yeah. the north coast of Tassie there. Uh, GWS take on Port. 
have we got a ground for that game, if you wouldn't mind? Yeah, well, if Adelaide at Port have gone back home to, to Adelaide, then... No, but this is a Giants home game, so True. it shouldn't be in Adelaide. Uh, we are back up at Metricon. Metricon. They let them go home, I guess, for a, a little bit, and then... I think after this oh, week, okay. perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what about Brown 20? Yeah, um, yeah okay. Don't worry. Ignore me. Always do. Uh, <laughs> Lockie Whitfield was really good for the Giants last week uh, in their 13-point win over the Bombers. And Port got the win over Collingwood in Travis Good. Blokes 300th. He had 30 in his 300th. Four goals for big Charlie Dixon. Uh, this should be an interesting game. Port, obviously, clinical this year in playing teams below them. Yeah, I back Port in this. I've gone Port... Two, I think the Giants have been doing some good things later on yeah. in the season here, but yeah, I, I do yeah. think Port might be a little bit too strong for them. I think they surprised Essendon, mm. and you know, they didn't squeak yeah. past them, but they they got a decent win there. I think Port's a different beast, and Port will beat them in this. Yeah, yeah I tend to agree, Monks. If you wouldn't mind, yeah, so I've gone Port as well. They are favourites, dollar forty eight. Uh, GWS are out at two dollars sixty seven with a line at twelve and a half. Mm. Now they're over 156 yeah. up there in the Gold Coast. You'd imagine it'd be a little bit higher scoring than uh, a blowy mm. Tasmania game. Yeah. Sunday evening, uh, a really big game in terms of finals implications. Uh, Frio take on big Richmond. Time. Both teams are 8 and 10. They're both pushing for that mm. 8. Uh, they're both just outside of it at the moment. Are they 9th yep. and 10th? 10th uh, and 11th. 10th and 11th? Yeah. Uh, so they're all equal with Essendon and St Kilda, two points behind yep. Giants. That mm-hmm. um, five, the big news for Freo, two shoulder dislocations in two weeks, went into surgery under the knife. He's done for. Yeah, the I'm not year. sure if did he have a complete Rico or did he? I'm not sure. Oh, I'd imagine. I'd imagine. I'd so. say so that if he dislocated them easily, they're going to go in there and fix out why have, the reason why it's popping out constantly. So yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot that can go wrong mm-hmm. with the shoulder. There's Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, there's a, a lot that has to do with ligaments, musculature, mm-hmm. rotator mm-hmm. calf, um, the actual shoulder joint itself, uh, labrum, capsule. There's a lot that goes on with the, with the shoulder. So yeah. in terms of what they've done uh, with it, with the surgery, uh, have you been able to find anything there? That's, uh, they're normally pretty vague. Yeah, they just say surgery. Surgery, he, yeah. His season's done, though, so yeah. he's yeah. not coming back. Uh, did... Has Dusty been released from hospital yet? Because he did have an extended stay in hospital, more than he expected. I imagine um, so. It's been nearly two weeks, that which would seem uh, like a long time for... for no, okay, maybe hospital, but I think he he's... Re- not recovery, he's... Uh, he's soreness. Uh, there, there was some there was some news during the week that it was longer than he, he kind of expected. I can't it, imagine it's pleasant. Yeah, oh, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> agree. You'd be pissing blood, you'd be... You know, fl- flank pain. If anyone's ever hurt a kidney or yeah. you know a- anything, anything back there, have they said Dusty season's done? I think oh, 100%, yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Which is huge out for Richmond. So, I guess both uh, top top premier players for each club are that's missing. Right, in that's this, right. So no, yeah, yep. no Fife, no Dusty. So perhaps they cancel yeah. each other out. A, a really big out for Freo is Michael Walters. Uh, he's had a serious hamstring injury. 
Uh, so they'll they'll lose a little bit of goal king mm. power there. Yeah. And for, for Richmond, Bolton, I think, has been a bit un- unders for them in the last couple of games. So he need, really needs to step up. Yeah, he fucked my multi. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, he fucked my multi. He fucked my multi. Is Sean Darcy in the team? Yeah, he's, he's, he's been struggling with the knee. He played all mm. last game, so. Mm. Yep. Um, no, in, named? No in and out? Yeah. Followers, Sean Darcy. Yeah, yeah. so mm. I think heavily strapped. Mm-hmm. Uh Knees for a big man, probably not a great thing, but no. we'll see how it goes. No. This is probably the most – it's definitely uh, the mm. most enticing mm. game of the round. Over there, Optus Stadium, two superstars out. I've gone Richmond. Yeah, I don't know why, but I've also picked Richmond. I just – yeah, I'm, I'm – It's a coin toss. Yeah, this this one is a, a real a real coin toss. Um, but I just think with – with the experience of guys that were playing in a grand final, you know, we, we do speak about it on the SQ. Uh, yeah. Richmond aren't the same team that they were last year, but you've got a bunch of blokes that won a fucking grand final last year. Mm. You'd imagine that they might be able to get the biggies here, but yeah. What, what do the, the odds, odds reflect that, Mark? Um, it could be a coin toss, but it's definitely a curse because I've won Richmond as well. Mm. Um, mm. They are $1.50 favourites out um, against Fremantle at a Two dollars fifty one, mm-hmm. and the line is nine and a half, with the total match points of one hundred forty six. Yeah, I I don't know if I'll punt it. Uh, actually, I probably put a bit <laughs> the same game multi on this, but uh, <laughs> uh, very interesting game. Finals implications. Uh, it's you know it's one of those one of those eight point games you know that we talk about in premiership points. That this oh, this big this big for both us. Yeah, massive, massive. And you you actually highlighted this a few weeks ago, didn't you? You said. Uh, uh, Fremantle and Richmond one to look out for because we'll have big finals implications. The loser goes to eight and eleven. You'd imagine uh, in a bit of strife. Yep. Mm. Oh, definitely. It's a long road to come back from there for sure. Yep. That wraps up our AFL chat. Mm-hmm. A sport that we love is really heating up over in the United States of America. Preseason uh, games mm. are just around the corner. Training camps uh, well underway. Kicking off this week. So yeah. I think everyone is in camp officially as of today because I think everyone, all the late starters were on the 28th, or at least most of the league is. So the big probably talking point was um, NFL hardline stance on the unvaccinated players. Um, they sent out a further memo about guys wearing, you know, make sure they're wearing the tracking devices and submitting to tests. If they don't do either of those two things, there's big fines, like $50,000 worth of fines kind of uh, chat. So um, <coughs> there's... What's the go with tracking devices? They, well, they wore them all last year. So mm-hmm. it's only in facility. So when you come in the facility, you wear the wristband, wristband, sorry. The wristband. Yeah, the wristband <laughs> that is, uh, say, a GPS tracker. Purely so they can track um, close contacts. Right. Uh, so they know who you've been in, which is what fucked Denver last year because they close contact was a QB and they're yeah. like, well, you've been in the QB rooms, all the QBs are out. With you. Yeah. yeah. So there was some talk about um, cancelling games as well. So, you know, your team will, if your team has to reschedule a game because of COVID, you're forced to forfeit. But, uh, the, but the big thing was if you're forced to cancel because you've got, unvaccinated players yes. that yes. have an outbreak. Yeah. So that's what they're really trying to make a stand on yeah. is is the vaccination rates. They'll, they'll say that, but the league's never fucking cancelling games because TV money. They, they made Denver play a fucking practice squad wide receivers quarterback. That's right. So 
they they say this, but yeah. it won't ever happen. That's right. As long as they can, if they can have people playing the game, they'll play the fucking game. Brucey <laughs> from the longest yard was starting quarterback for the fucking Denver Broncos. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, so yes, I, I I think it's a a threat that they won't ever follow through on. Mm-hmm. But they're going hard on the unvaccinated players. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Some of the team, I think Washington has one of the lowest, so like 60% for the club. Yeah. And Ron Rivera is, you know, pleading with his players get vaccinated because yep. I'm autoimmune. Like, like I've, I've – uh, He's got some health issues. Well, he's had cancer last year. So <sighs> he's just like, uh, you know, you, you're putting my life at risk essentially if you get right. it. Being vaccinated doesn't mean you – don't get can't get COVID. It just means you will mo- will survive COVID, and then your body will be able to fight and, it. and it's like a ninety eight percent. Like there's a two percent chance that you might get it, and then it's much less severe. Yes, big time. So either that, or you are. <coughs> it's Bill Gates controlling your mind, and yeah. it's five G, and fifty thousand people should yeah. protest in the streets. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's interesting. A lot of, there's there's two extremes. Like a lot of the teams are either heavily vaccinated or they're you know half. Yeah. Like they're fl- yeah. they're flooding in that sixty to seventy kind of bracket. So Washington was lowest at around sixty percent. Yeah, they were one of the lowest. I'm not one, sure if they off. are the lowest. Right. Um, I'd hate to be in a Bills locker room because uh, the Bills GMs kind of come out and said, uh, you know, if unvaccinated players are going to put us at risk, we will cut them. Yep. Um, yeah. They've had like the linemen come out and being super supportive for uh, vaccination. Uh, the Wide receiver Cole Beasley, uh, very much. Mm. He even had a statement today about like his pro-choice and uh, about his decisions of why he wouldn't want to be vaccinated. Um, but they're making it very hard for him. Yeah, he read a big long statement today, and okay. it was like, okay, cool. Not sure what abortions have to do with uh, <laughs> with being fucking yeah. vaccinated. Uh, I, I think I wouldn't have used those words, but. Yeah, that was in his statement, so <laughs> that's his choice. He's pro-choice for vaccinations. Yes, as in g- give me all the information and then I can make an informed decision on what I want to do. And my informed decision is I don't want to be vaccinated. It's not very informed then. <laughs> uh, you know, there's this whole, whole hoopla about all that and the restrictions and the back and forth about what unvaccinated versus vaccinated players. The league essentially wants an 85% or more, so mm-hmm. they get herd immunity, so they don't risk the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I, I think I, I read some, I can't remember who it was, but an agent agent kind of alluded to a team and inquired about a free agent player mm. and then inquired if he was a vaccinated or not, unvaccinated player, and it's like, well, sorry, we're not interested in that player anymore. So it's... It's, it's becoming a thing. Big implications. Big yeah, implications. implications. Of yeah. So, well, and yeah. what about the biggest name? DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he did tweet about it. Uh, he didn't want to put you know put his team yeah you know, putting his team in a position to hurt them uh, just because they don't partake, partake in the vaccination uh, you know questioning his future possible retirement he's mm. too young to retire no nah, he deleted this tweet I think as well after that yeah. as well so yeah, yeah. The, some of the players not happy the NFL and the NFLPA are kind of on the same side here and they're really pushing for it mm. um, some clubs have no issues with this of course but. Mm. Uh, you know, who knows? At the end of the day, it's a business. They make fuck loads of money. That's what um, it comes down to, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And if your employer says you've got to do that to stay employed, then isn't that they well, a high right? chance of being employed? Yeah. Like mm. Cole Beasley, if he, if he missed steps of one out of line, the bills might just be like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. See you later. We spoke about it when this Cole Beasley shit came out, but I used to like, I really used to like Cole Beasley. Un- undersized. 
So he's actually he's strong as fuck for five foot eight. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways, yeah. yeah, the cocoa. We'll talk about it every week. Some, something yeah. else that we should talk about every week is fucking Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks got their Super Bowl <laughs> rings and Brady posted a photo with him wearing all seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you reckon uh, the dollar value on his hands was there? Well, I think each one's at least 50K each. So let's quick math, 350 350 yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Let's round up. Let's say half a mil. Yeah, exactly. I, I think once he got we'll early in his career... Have less diamonds ones get now have more diamonds yeah. so mm. uh, and they're getting more increment. The whole idea of being able to you know, like well, take yeah, it apart and really have a fucking apart. stadium inside it like right. just add add some zeros. So, but I think he did a uh, like a four or five minute speech, uh, but he's. His yeah. end line kind of finished it off. He's you know he, he just came out and said you know my favorite ring. Well, we look. I don't think he was asked a question. I think he kind of rhetorically asked himself the question. It's like, what is my favorite ring? Mm. The next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's fucking go. Always says that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, uh, that's Brady, kind of his mentor at the moment. Yeah, it? yeah, exactly. Uh, I will say he does look like a 40-year-old man trying to look like he's in his 20s at the moment with the tan and the hair haircut he's sporting at the Florida moment. So, yeah, yeah, a bit yeah, too much. He's gone full Florida. <laughs> yeah. Florida man. Florida. Uh, no. Speaking of yeah. one great quarterback to another, mm-hmm. you guys catch this Aaron Rodgers interview today? Yeah. So, timeline. Mm. Uh, I think early last week, the Packers broke off conversations with Devonta Adams about a long-term contract. Want to be a highest-paid wide receiver. They've basically... He's, he's probably the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah. At the moment. He's got a fair claim to it. <laughs> yeah, he should be paid uh, more than he's currently being paid. Um that that kind of alluded to, you know, they're moving him on, um, which of course is going to piss off Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then posted both like a last dance. The the picture they, Michael Jordan and uh, Scotty Pittman, mm-hmm. picture from the last dance, as in kind of alluding to this last dance. Mm-hmm. Rodgers then came in. Um, they redid his contract. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how his contract works out, but they my understanding is they've restructured it to the point where. Um, he essentially has all the power. So, mm-hmm. so if they don't trade him next year, just, you can correct me in a minute. If yeah. they trade, if they trade him next year, that's all good. If they don't trade him, he can possibly retire and still get paid, right. which was kind of the main thing. So it was just like, if I don't want to be here, um, you got to move me on. Uh, if you don't move me on, uh, you got to pay me out, see out my deal, which I think is three or four years. Monks, do you have anything different? Yeah, so, yeah, nothing's official. Nothing's been signed yet. Mm. Um, but like you alluded to, um, so I think one of the main caveats is um, they've gotten rid of the 2023 clause. Mm-hmm. So um, the Packers won't be able to franchise tag him. Yeah, no tags. Um, or anything like that. Contract will end at that point. Um, so he's here free agents after 2023. Yeah, but I believe so. That he, he'd have to play the next two. three, two seasons. No, two. I think it's. I think it might be after the next season. Next season. So yep. you'd have to play at least the next so two. So it's 2023 option, I think, on that contract. Okay. Um, yeah, so I guess that the next point is the Packers will agree to review the situation each year at the end of the season. Um, the biggest thing for Rodgers is, like you said, um, no financial loss to Rodgers from the contract. Um, renegotiations and they've put in place mechanisms and stuff to allow Rogers to um, address issues with the team 
hopefully that means some of the rostering stuff that he's been alluding to that he hasn't mm. had a yeah. chance to. Which I think goes back to your point, to talking about the, the his press conference today. So he reported mm. the training camp. Uh, you know, wearing thongs or flip flops. Uh, got the long hair. <laughs> long hair, big shades. Um, he had yep. an office t-shirt on. Yeah, like the office, yep. yeah, <laughs> big, big, big time baller. So, uh, but his press conference and um, he didn't hold any punches. Didn't hold any punches. No. Um, went all in. Kind of pushed, put out, out. You know, his reasons why he wanted more say say in how the team yep. team was run. Like this impacts my job. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're drafting quarterbacks, not wide receivers. <laughs> that that was probably implied. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah the, the whole recruitment process. Yeah, not he, signing veterans that didn't give, give him the respect they probably and and, and, he, and he listed probably mm. 10 guys. Over uh, 10. Uh, yeah. Like, but easy. Jo- yeah. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Clay Matthews, Julius Peppers, Peppers. Few, few of those. Woodson. Guys, Charles Woodson come to Clay mind. Clay Matthews. Um. And essentially said that the organisation was showing them no respect in in the latter, uh, you know, the the mm. back end of their careers. He he really went out hard hard against his own organisation. And fair enough, mm. if you if you mm. pissed off and you're the reigning NFL MVP, I think he's mm. got the right to. To be yeah. to be talking like we're, that exactly. We're, we're, mind, this was all at the front office. It wasn't as coaches. It wasn't at team members. It no, was just no. it was just organizational. The, yeah. Yep. So and you know they made the AFC champ no NFC championship. I just yep. get this right. Mm-hmm. They've made that the last two years running. Yep. They're a game away. Yep. Give me a couple of pieces to put me over. That's that's where he's at. Yep. Uh, so they have traded for Randall Cobb. So Cobb's back in the building. They've got him. Yep. They've got uh, him. And does Randall Cobb put them over that line? No. Yeah, he's not no. the same player he but was a couple of years ago. Of course like not. He's definitely older. Of course not. But, but, but it's the whole institutional, uh, let's lobe. And that I think well, that was the exact words that he said was they're lowball guys or they don't mm. even offer him a contract after they've put in yeah. years and years of, of servitude well, to the club. And I think the straw, and he kind of talked about this in this interview as well, was um, I don't know his last name, Jake. Um, he said he was – last year he was wide receiver number two out of training camp. Kumara. Yeah, Kumro. So uh, Adams, of course, won. <laughs> so he was the second best wide receiver out of camp. Um, you know, I, I thought we should probably make the squad. Mm. I kind of alluded to how awesome a camp he had. Mm. You cut him next day. Yep. You just shout all over me. Like, there's no respect to my thoughts or my recruitment process. No, yeah. Guys, I knew coming out of college, guys, like, work with my agent. Like, these, I can help in this yeah. area. And and for for an Aussie connection, for our Aussie listeners, to go to the sport of cricket, the the captain of the Australian cricket team mm-hmm. will always sit down with selectors and say, I like what this guy's doing. Yep. We could use him here. I'm not sure about this guy. They've got clout. They've they've got a say. The fact that your franchise quarterback is so disrespected in your organisation that he can't even have a say in these meetings, especially – we're not talking about – Rogers trying to, you know, speak for a cornerback or a, or a fucking kicker. Yeah, a guy that he's got to have direct chem- chemistry game. with and yeah. and directly implicated with. And the front office just says no, we'll just do whatever we want. He's got a he's got every right to be fucking pissed off. Yeah, I I agree with you, but also I think the NFL is a meat factory. They have, sure, these guys come in, they grind them out. 
out they go. Yep. Next guys come in. Uh, the clubs will always be there. So You're replaceable. Yeah, exactly. So there's there is that aspect that like take all the other quarterbacks in the league. Not even Tom Brady, I don't think, gets this kind of respect. He probably said, hey, go get me Gronk, and they said, cool, that's a great idea. We'll no, do I, I disagree. I think Brady yeah. has these meetings. I think I think it happened at New England, and I think it happened at Tampa Bay. I don't think it happened in New England with the way that team's built. Uh, I, I think Nope. Uh, maybe, maybe not New England. I reckon he, I think you got to remember how egotistic the NFL is. Like Every single level has an ego. Uh, I, I, so I'm not disagreeing with you, and maybe the you have to find the rare situation. So like, it's super rare. Like I, like I think what Aaron Rodgers have done is like kind of, as I said to you guys, he's pulled his dig out and slapped him around. Um, that he's he's kind of shown that if I'm the MVP, I'm at this position, mm-hmm. I'm at this point in my career, like I mean I'm out if you don't you don't come to the table. Yeah. So he's he's used his position, he's clear, he's leverage essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think many quarterbacks have that leverage. Um, and he kind of the reason I bring yeah. up Tom Brady is like you look at his free agency and how that kind of went down. Mm. A lot of clubs didn't want him, and you were talking about the goat of of bloody quarterback play. Like mm. it, it's crazy to think that even he couldn't have the leverage where he needed to. I still think he's had some leverage, mm-hmm. uh, but he's still going down to Tampa Bay playing with Bruce Arians. Arians building that offense around him mm. using yeah. his kind of schemes as well. I mean, so he brought help. Antonio Brown back in. Into the fold, yeah, mm. yeah, probably from recommendations. Like I think Brady, yeah. if any, probably had some, but I don't think he's got the clout that Aaron Rodgers is kind of trying to push for, and with his contract and what they've got now, I, and I, I think that'd be the only two. Like I disagree. There, yeah, there would I, be no one else in the league no. that would even get remotely close to where those two will be. You think Peyton used to have that kind of clout? Does no, no, not for roster decisions. No, not no, at all. No, you don't reckon? No, for some of the what they did. What about like a well, guy Dem- like Brand- Brandon Stoke? What a guy, a guy like Brandon Stokely, who athletically was had no right to be a thousand yard receiver. You don't think Peyton's there saying, "I want Brandon"? No, I don't think they overlapped. I think they were different years because uh, they picked up Wes um, from Patriots. I have to. We're talking pa- about for pa- Peyton and the Colts. Oh, at the Colts. Yeah, and, but the, and, when they pick, when they and Brandon Stokely was a thousand yard receiver. Yeah, together. Multiple times. Yeah, together. But that I don't think and that you, was. And you don't think, I don't think that was Payton's decision to get that guy into. I'm not the saying room. it's his decision, or to you, keep him around. You don't think well. he had input? No, not in that decision. Nah, I, I, I think I, I think Stokely's play like a thousand yard receiver. You're not going to get rid of that bloke straight away. Mm. But I don't think to, to draft or to sign him. Payton had that conversation about, hey, go out and get this guy for me. I don't know if it was that, but I, I, I don't I, think Peyton had any of those with what the Colts did, because we'll, because if he did, he'd say go get some defensive guys. We're good on offense because they never did that. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, didn't didn't they? Have, and even with Denver, I don't didn't think they have Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis running away. Well, towards the end of his career, not early. Towards man. the end, yeah, yeah. But they still weren't good defensively. Like Peyton carried that team for decades. Yeah, and know. in Denver, I don't think he had that kind of clout for what kind of. I think he did for the offense and some of the game plan, and you know helped Adam Gaze get multiple head coaching jobs. But I don't think he was in there talking about this guy's excellent. Like, so, so you don't think Peyton was saying, "I want Wes Welker" or "DT's unbelievable. I want to keep him." You don't think he's having that conversation? I think that, I think the, they'd, they'd ask him for him, but I don't think. He was the deciding factor. No, I'm not saying that. We don't have to be the deciding factor. Just, I'm just saying, be just, at the just table. Just being, yeah, there yeah. At, the, at the conversation. Well, yeah. if you look uh, at the NFL I, now. I'd say he would probably have, yeah, a piece of it. Mm. I don't think he's got what Aaron Rodgers got now. That's, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. So if you look at the NFL now. But, like, 
How many other quarterbacks do you reckon would be in that position? So we've got Russell Wilson, who... Can't run. Russell definitely And he, yeah, it, <laughs> during the season, he... It came out that he... They'd be on that team and run the ball. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had you did have... Um, maybe Drew Patty Brees. Maybe Patty Mahomes, but yeah, he Pat, might still be too young. What about a guy like Breeze yeah. that's, that's been, been in the comp for 20 years? Would have had any? I reckon for sure. Maybe, but then I look at that receiving core over the years and maybe not so much. Mike Thomas. Yeah, but they did pick him in like the third or fourth round. Like he's wasn't an early he wasn't like go get me a first round wide receiver. No, that is true. Anyways. Maybe that's mm. a good segue into into Mike Thomas. So we we can <laughs> we can we can wrap up the, the and the take home message is that Rogers is, is looking like he will play this year. Oh yeah, for, well, he's, for, he's playing he's playing for, for the, the Packers, Packers. Which is excellent for the Packers. <laughs> Massive. They've got Randall they've, Cobb. They've gone from missing the playoffs to possibly Super Bowl, so <laughs> it's a big change. The Adams situation, it seems like he will stay. Yeah, he'll play this year and then he's gone. And then that's, that's the way I read it. I think both him all, and him and Rogers, this is their last season. That's what the they chips, to. All the chips are on the table. Yeah, it's, everything. It's twenty twenty one or die. Mike Thomas, he had ankle surgery. He's going to miss the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Same ankle that he hurt last year. Yeah, struggled. With uh, went from being the what the most receptions ever for a wide receiver uh, the year before last into an injury-marred, underperforming season last year. Mm-hmm. Be interesting to see what he does this year with a blind quarterback and a tight end. <laughs> He's not blind anymore. <laughs> <laughs> And he got t- lazy. Hit <laughs> <laughs> a tight end throwing in the ball. Taysom Hill. Yeah. yeah. Now, isn't he punt returner? <laughs> He's a jack of all trades. Yeah. You know, ta- you know Taysom Hill uh, earns more than the entire WNBA earns? Yeah. Yes, I do know that. You. Yeah. Because he plays, that's, he plays like that's half wild. a team of football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose on p- position basis. Like Ten wages. <laughs> Play Russians have taken us. Yeah, the Aussies punching above our weight, aren't we? Mm. Uh, we're still, we are still talking about the NFL. Yes, yeah, keep going. Jets assistant coach Greg Knapp, uh, he unfortunately passed away after a bike crash. 25 years coaching in the league and nine years before that at Sacramento State, so th- uh, nearly a 35-year coaching career. Yeah. He was, was it Denver? Was it Raiders? Yeah. Every, all over, everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, hit by a car. Uh, whilst riding his pushy uh, in the Bay Area. Um, so just wishing his wife and three daughters all the best. A tragic accident. Um, the the NFL is so strange in that there's, it's so big. Mm. There's so many players, there's so many staff. Mm. And I hate to say, uh, you know, to liken a person to being a statistic, but that you see it every year in that there's always a, a tragic death Somewhere in in the league, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. Just just because of the the sheer size of it. We're well, not even a league. Like, oh, Dominoes. Yeah, but the um, people getting hit while out cycling, like it's yeah. um, Alonso at the start of the year um, getting yeah. hit while out cycling, and I think there was another one um, as well. Like, it's tragic. Yeah, yeah. People don't pay attention to cyclists on very, the road, and then, it's very sad. Yeah. yeah. And wishing, uh, yeah, wishing his family all the best. Mm-hmm. An absolute journeyman of, of coaching. What do you got there, Monks? Yeah. Uh, so, actually, he, he played a little bit for for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Raiders, and Diners mm-hmm. between yeah. eighty six and ninety four, uh, and then, like we said, long time at Sacramento State, and then 
at the 49ers, uh, at the Falcons as an offensive coordinator, as the, at the Raiders as an offensive coordinator, Seahawks offensive coordinator, yep. and then a quarterbacks coach at, uh, at Houston, at Denver, at What, what years was he in Denver? Say again? Years. Years. He was there 2013 to 2016, so yeah. he was Peyton Manning's quarterback coach. Won a Super Bowl with him. Yeah. 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 So, so tragic there. Um, Vale, Greg, Nam. Uh, few few other trades in the NFL before we yeah fin- let's college. finish up with the the player movements. So, so Anthony Miller was being traded to the Texans, kind of replacing Randall Cobb, who's yep. gone from Texans to to Green Bay. Yep. Not a bad get for them. Slot receiver from Chicago yeah. hasn't yeah hasn't really broken any record books, but no. plenty of potential. Yeah, good draft pick that just hasn't hasn't exploded yet. But then mm-hmm. again, you look at some of those quarterbacks playing for Chicago and. Pretty ordinary. Yeah. They could have had Mahomes. Yeah, and now they're going. He's going to Texas. <laughs> who they do have? Deshaun Watson has reported to camp, because yep. so he doesn't get fined. Yep. Uh, still doesn't want to play for them. So and pending court case. And c- pending court cases of the twenty-two plus women. I don't think that goes to court. To I think there's something in September from the women's perspective, and then his perspective doesn't get heard till February. So right, it's not likely to be resolved this year. Teams are already inquiring about trading for him. So we'll see what happens there. Dede Westbrook uh, from the Jacksonville really? Jaguars. He has signed the Vikings. Yeah, depth uh, guy. Where wide, wide receiver um, yeah. couldn't go deep. Chandler Jones requesting a trade, as does Savian Howard. Mm. So Jones at the Cardinals and uh, Howard at the. Yeah, I thought uh, the Chandler Dolphins. was an interesting one, purely because of how stacked that team's kind of looking. Yeah, and he's got yeah, JJ playing next good. to him. Like Is he's got an unreal year. Probably looking ahead, but money. Yeah, his contract I think either ends this year or he's got two years left on it, and he's looking yep. for a bigger deal. Um, and cards not coming to the table. They've they can't because they've, mm. they've, they've they've got all the blokes. <laughs> they're, they've they're built to win a win a Super Bowl this mm. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be one of those things that it'll just be out throughout the year, and then depending on how the year goes, then they make a decision about what they do next year. Uh, but yeah, big. A bit of a big loss, I think, for Arizona. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on what happens there um, with the brother of John Jones and Xavier Howard, one of the best corners in the league over the last few years. Um, mm. oh, and Logan Thomas has got a three-year extension. Yeah, three-year extension for Logan Thomas was good. On Xavier Howard, he's 17 picks in the last two years. So he, Nuts. The most by anyone in the long country mile, so, yeah. um, His problem is he signed a massive deal a couple of years ago mm. and – Money significantly changed in the league, so he's now paid like the tenth corner he's in the league. Unders. Yeah, so he's he released a really good statement. He kind of tried of ideas of how he mm. could restructure and mm-hmm. help out with the salary cap, etc. Dolphins basically said, "We've got an absolute steal for you. Fuck off. Um, yeah. We're happy to keep you at this number." Yep. Uh, so he's basically said, "I feel disrespected. Uh, I don't think you know the fins and us. That's a good good thing going forward." Mm. I think he's reporting training camp also, so he doesn't get fined, mm-hmm. but he wants out. Oh. Um, and a little bit of college ball news. Mm-hmm. Texas and Oops. Oklahoma, they want to get out of the Big 12 and go to the SEC. So uh, currently 14-team uh, comp in the SEC. This would make it a 16-team sort of super conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're rivals in, in Texas A&M and Oklahoma State aren't uh, very happy about them wanting to jump ship. How many uh, college teams are there in Texas? In Division One, yeah. in Division One A, where you've got Texas, you've got Texas, that's like these four. 
Texas A&M. You've got TCU. Ah, TCU, yeah. You've got Texas Tech. Yep. You've got... I'm sure there's a few more. You've got... I'd say there'd be heaps. University of Texas at El Paso. Yep. There's probably more than that. That, That's what comes to mind. Um, Obviously, University of Texas is one of the biggest fan bases. Oh, the Longhorns, yeah. They're massive. Huge Texas Longhorns. And the Sooners, I I know they've been good. I didn't realise that they've been this good uh, upon a little bit of research. They've won the Big 12 six years in a row. Yeah. So maybe they want a little bit of stiffer competition. Yeah. In their it makes SEC. sense for the Sooners competition wise. Mm. Not so much for the Longhorns. They haven't been well, great. They, they, well, they haven't won it since '09. Yeah. yeah. But but they the fan base, money. fan base and money, so they and can add something. But if there's yeah. anything we've learned off doing this little podcast for the mm-hmm. last six months mm-hmm. is that cash is king, baby. Where there is money, there's a likelihood that it will happen. So big time. It'd be interesting to see what happens there. F1 uh, boys, there's a yes. There's a race coming up. Yeah, so some quick notes. So uh, F1 race in Hungary. Mm-hmm. Um, Max good to go. Probably the main thing uh, after his big That's, crash. That is wild. Yeah, this it, is what, it has been two ten weeks. days. It's not. Oh, it's not even full. today. Today it's two, ten days. Today yeah. it's ten days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So quality. Well, practice will start tomorrow, and they have quality Saturday. Um, I think concussions all he had, but right. yeah, putting a car in a wall at 200 k's an hour, 55 g's, whatever it was, and unbelievable concussions all he unbelievable got. Unbelievable that he walks away and has a bit of a headache after that. To mm-hmm. be honest, yeah. So uh, th- there's been some hoopla about um, Mercedes and Red Bull getting stuck into it about the the laws and um, getting the stewards involved and back and forth about the crash, about uh, Hamilton yeah. clipping bikes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think but nothing major. I think come out of that at the moment. So well, that's that's to do with during the race, the whole back and forth. So um, Red Bull has actually protested the mm. penalty. Mm. Um, so they're gone. Should be more significant. Yeah. So I think they got a lawyer involved, um, looked at the case, and they're protesting. So they're going to try and um, get a heavier penalty against Hamilton. Mm. What that looks like now, I don't well, know. It, it's a be a significant time penalty. So they what they get? They got yeah. a ten second on the pit stop. So if it's yep. a ten second stop and go, that's technically thirty seconds. So they add, they just add, it'd be adding time. So it'd be like, do you add twenty seconds to his race and then see how much that bumps yeah. it down? Yeah, that's it. So yeah. when when do they have to have that decided, boy? I don't know. Like they could if take the qualifying's tomorrow. Oh, uh, it can be. It can be. Yeah. So it'd be yeah, retrospective. So retrospective. as long as it's by the end of the season, right? They so can they can work out what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but you don't want to be Hamilton going the last end of the season, and you you and, and Max have got. Fuck two all, two point all, five yeah. points between you, yeah. yeah, and then you lose, you know, fifteen points because you move down to fifth or whatever mm-hmm. from first um, because they can't give you a massive time penalty. But mm-hmm. yeah, it'll yeah. be hopefully it'll be resolved sooner rather than later. I think that the way they've adjudicated, they'll probably say it was in race, it was dealt with part of the race. Um, you guys fuck off, and you've got half as half a plus season still to go. Mm-hmm. If you can't sort it out by then, then too bad. Yeah. Um, probably the only other news with F1 is they've announced the second sprint race for oh, Monza. Yeah. Uh, Monza, really? So, yeah, yeah okay. Italy GP later on in the year, around about, I think, September. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll have their second sprint qualifying race for the season. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch and see how that plays out as well. Mm. So, so, thank you, Monkey. So F1 done a UFC to f- keep us going. Uh, 
Only real massive fight from the weekend was uh, Corey Cern Hagen taking on TJ Dillashaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, did end up going to split decision. Uh, TJ coming away with the win with mm-hmm. two judges to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, got three of the five rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember exactly what I said. I, th- I think I had Corey slightly edged ahead. I think we, yeah, I think uh, we both did. Uh, did I. I think I would have gone Corey as well. Yeah. yeah. Massive height advantage. Massive, of course, huge going into – he's way bigger than TJ going into it. Mm. Uh, TJ did get the bad cut uh, above his eyebrow, like a little, little terrible cut. Uh, yeah, real bad. If, if, you th- if you talk damage-wise, Corey did the most damage, you'd say. Mm-hmm. But then he was constantly on the back foot and TJ did get to better grappling situations and a couple of takedowns. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. We had it in here on the background, re-watching it. I think I said to you guys in the second round um, with the knockdown, maybe because he's so dominated that, that potentially someone could have given that a 10 8, one of the judges. Watching, re watching it, nah, um, TJ did enough in the back half of that round that not even close to a 10 8. Right. Um, definitely Corey's rounds. Mm-hmm. So I had it 2 2 going into the fifth, mm-hmm. and you could split it either way. Uh, go to the fifth. The striking numbers were very similar. Um, You'd say T. You'd say Corey landed better shots, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but TJ controlled the position, controlled the fight, always coming forward. Um, yeah. Judge is going to give you some benefit in that. Uh, so yeah. split decision. Like I can, def- it was a coin toss, and any any time, any time it's a coin toss, it could be a, a, either one of them. So um, it wasn't a, a, an heiress like a huge. They didn't give all five rounds to one bloke. And no, the judges no, didn't fuck this one. Very very close. Uh, very close. So, which props to Dillashaw to come back after yeah, a couple of years. years. And yes, yeah. yeah. And go straight. Um, um, no, we, no ring rust. Just yeah. yeah and we talked about it. Like, does he deserve kind of? It kind of proved it. He's just taking the 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 number two guy or number one guy. Well, he is well, number two now. Ranking, jumped, so, yeah, so he's jumped you, ahead of you'd absolutely everyone. Sterling and Yarn, the loser, maybe gets Dillashaw, or does he go straight? To Possibly. A, does he? Go, I, I don't know. I, I can't can he go straight to a title fight? Do you think? Well, he's well, just taking out the number two dude. And you did mention it during I, the week. Do they replay this? That was my. Do thoughts. they run this back? Yeah, yeah. Well, I could definitely see the, them running this back. And like, I, me, as a, I really like Corey Sandhagen. I'd love to see him get some redemption here. Yep. Do you mm. see? Uh, TJ came out and said his knees busted up after this. Yeah. Well, the f- I think the first round he got his knee busted up. Uh, right. Corey had a good submission attempt. Mm. I can't remember what round it was where he went up a leg lock and like it looked bad. Mm. Uh, but then TJ came and like dropped hammer fist on him to break it away and kept going. And he went back to his corner and said, my knee's fucked, but he kept going. So tough, uh, tough, tough, motherfucker. tough out of TJ. Uh, apparently he posted on his Instagram, went for an MRI, mm. found out that I've got a displaced bucket handle tear of a lateral meniscus. That is the worst meniscal tear that you can get. Yeah. So let's not maybe worry too much about who Dillashaw will be fighting in the near future. That most yeah. likely needs surgery, and yeah. most likely we don't see him for a little while. Yeah, well, with Jan and Sterling going to take forever to probably organise their fight. Like, it fits. He'll probably right. get... 
I'll say this, he probably gets the winner. It'll be a title fight for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. He'll be the next one off the cab of the ranks. So, yeah. That was UFC Fight Night 30-something that they're up to uh, now. Pl- plenty. It's ESPN, whatever the number is. <laughs> uh, I think there's one more title, f- one more Fight Night, and then we get the September UFC 265. So we'll review that. September, uh, August. August. UFC 265 yeah. 265 is in August. Yeah. And, and then you'll... August. 8th of August. 8th of we'll, August. So yeah. we'll preview that maybe next week. Next actually. week. Yeah, yeah, that'll be next week, yeah. yeah. Uh, Finishes off the golf and NBA. The old fighting to golf segue. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason I bring it up um, is that an Australian, uh, Minji Lee, uh, she has won uh, a major last week. She's over there at Tokyo now. Yep. Uh, hopefully the typhoon subsides and we get a little bit of golf uh, action. Uh, Cameron Smith and uh, mm. Mark Leishman going at it for the boys there. Mm. Uh, so shout out to Minji work, winning her first uh, major. And uh, the NBA draft is tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. So, Cade Cunningham uh, from Oklahoma State, he is widely predicted to go number one to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the order after that is Houston Rockets, Cleveland Cavs, Toronto Raptors, Orlando Magic round out the top five. Yep. Um, so, we'll keep an eye on that tomorrow and uh, see who gets drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Cade Cunningham, obviously the red hot favorite to go number one overall. And some big u- news from the baseball, which we're casual fans of, let's yeah, be honest. Definitely but, casual fans of. But it's a big four American team that has changed their name. The Cleveland Indians have become the Cleveland Guardians. So followed suit uh, with the Washington football team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins. Uh, and apparently there's a bit of hate on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, well, I seen, saw some troll Twitters uh, kind of thrown out that um, – News that Patty Mahomes was I, not going to play another down again for I did see this for, for Kansas until they <laughs> changed the team. Fishing, big time fishing, big time fishing, big time fishing. Um, for mine, I can see Redskins is probably pretty offensive. Yeah, like it, you know, it's a uh, a shot at skin color. Mm. I probably can see that Indians is probably the middle tier yeah. there. Yeah, and then Chiefs. I don't, I don't know. Is it is the whole you get into the whole fucking 2021 cultural appropriation fucking chat? But it's it's highly revered, you know. Yeah. To, be, to be a chief, it's it's not like it's a bad thing. Yeah, like yeah. It, you could call like for us elders as an example. Yeah, uh, but I, w- I would have thought that's well respected versus that's a lot right. of other names you could you could call your indigenous population. So uh, I yeah, think I, I don't know, man. It just for mine, if we're going after chiefs, it feels like. Cancel culture is getting a bit crazy. Yeah. Redskins, Redskins, yeah. I can un- understand, and then Indians, kind of in the middle. Yeah. What What, what would you call Kansas? What would you change it? What to? Did, What could we change it to? Uh, I don't know. The Kansas City Mahomeses. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the next nine years. That's going to be the next. Pretty you much. Know, that That's. Uh, he is in, uh, intrinsically linked to their success over the next few years. Yeah. I don't. For, I don't know, and maybe I'm just an idiot fucking white-skinned Australian moron. But for mine, I, I can't really see how Chiefs would be on the nose. Redskins, I can see how that could, oh, be, on, how that could be on the nose. But, um, yeah, the Cleveland Indians have become the Cleveland Guardians in the yep. baseball. And with that, I think that'll do us for this week that'll in the podcast. Wrap us up. Yeah. Uh, 
I think Australia are one up in the hockey, so... Let's uh, go. I, I think we dropped down one position. Russia must have won a medal since we started, so they've overtaken... No, no, the, Rock, Russian, the Rock. Russian Olympic Committee. Yes, so not actual Russia. It's like a prince. Yeah. The, the artist formerly known was, as Prince. Yes. So they've overtaken us again, uh, but... Great Ooh. effort, great effort from the Aussies. Uh, as we said earlier in the pod, more or mm. equal, I should say, equal gold medals uh, from our whole effort in Rio. A top five, if we finish fifth, that would be an excellent. Uh, it, at this point, I just want to fuck Great Britain. <laughs> Let, let's get stuck into these pommies and get over them. Let's finish above them. Uh, and into your top 50. We'll see what happens. Uh, for anyone that has gotten through nearly three hours of this dribble, Please make sure to show our Instagram a little bit of love. Yep. Struggling a little bit there with the followers, <laughs> I must say. <laughs> um, and and thank you so much for staying with us. My name is Peps. I've got Sean on my right. I've got Monkey Magic, the fastest research man in the Southern Hemisphere on my left. We are on the Esky. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yes. Subscribe to this shit. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, boys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Catch ya.